Hey, welcome back to Paper Play Action. I'm your host, Amani Brown. We are once again back with all three of us, the original squad. Andre, say what's good. Welcome back, my guy. Hello. Paul. I'm back. Paul's here as well. Hello. As he always hello, is. Hello. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, got nothing better to do. Might be no, the I'm one kidding. time he might be gone. <laughs> we'll see. It'll happen in the future, probably. But everyone's back. Oh, God, it's so loud. <laughs> You're just sitting there thinking about just having a traumatizing experience. Bro, all I fucking hear is <laughs> like, I was like, but um, sorry, I'm just continue. No, you're fine. You're fine. We uh, we'll kick it right off. Uh, we'll jump into our weeks. Uh, Andre, you probably have technically a long list. Why don't we go with you? Because technically, we missed out what you were up to for the last two weeks. So, let's see. What's up? <laughs> uh, well, I don't have a long list. But I, I did go again. down. I did stroll down memory lane. <laughs> 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 my fault. But no, I did stroll down memory lane and uh, I want to hear this. Ended up watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies again. Hey, interesting. And okay. dude, honestly, I I I love to remind myself why I'm such a big fan of that series, but why I'm. I'm incredibly, intensely, and passionately one of those fans who is like, this. the franchise ends after the third movie. <laughs> You're like, no, it's The franchise <laughs> is just over after the third movie. There were no movies after that. I, it's, and it's, it's not that I don't acknowledge those movies. It's just that the, the, um, the Pirates of the Caribbean films... As as our listeners should know, I'm a huge fan of pirates. That pirate lore, um, Arthurian legend, Arthurian lore, and uh, Robin Hood, that that sort of stuff. You know, knights and 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 bandits and pirates and you know that sort of that sort mm. of era. I I love that shit. But pirates cool. is at the top of that because I love how free and how how I love that pirates. For some reason, it is perfectly, you, you can have a pirate story that has no magic in it at all, and nothing crazy, nothing supernatural-like, or you can have a pirate story that is balls to the wall, you got curses everywhere, you know, there's, there's, yeah. there's some sort of MacGuffin, there's, you know, outside of mm-hmm. a treasure, you know, and, and that's what Pirates of the Caribbean capitalized on, but, um... I think Pirates of the Caribbean as a series, as a, as a franchise owned by Disney, is something that proves just how bad a formula can be, mm-hmm. whereas the Marvel Cinematic Universe proves just how good a formula can be when the mm-hmm. formula makes sense. Because as you start to watch the Pirates of the Caribbean's film uh, films more, you start noticing that the they their film almost becomes their gimmick. Like, ah. like it's like each film is, after film, after movie one and movie two, um, movie, movie two solidified that, oh, this is that Pirates of the Caribbean feel, you know, because yeah. it's, it's, 
it's like you see Jack Sparrow doing all the like the the, the stunts and the theatrics. It's very reminiscent of the first film. You're like, oh, this is this is the world. This is the universe. This is the kind of pirate story that I'm into. Look at all these incredible shows of of drama and and incredible. Mm. Uh, set pieces and performances, you know, all all these incredible dramatics, you know, like the wheel in the second one, and this incredible whirlpool uh, scene, final fight at the end of At World's End. Yeah, that, that one's really cool. That that one is the man At World's End. Like honestly, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl, Dead Man's Chest, and At World's <laughs> End, mm-hmm. I think got better with each film. But mm-hmm. as soon and and the third <clears throat> film is what capitalized on it. it was like all right and now we get our last our last bang our last hit of this, um, yeah, and they went all out and they went all out and it's it was the the formula that had been established in the second movie as as far as it rooting this is what Pirates of the Caribbean is for our uh, franchise because hey mm-hmm. we started it in the first film and you notice it because they're doing it again in the second film. They that that was just a perfect way to end it, but then come the fourth film and the fifth film, you're like, all right, this is something to drag on a little bit, and yeah. uh, it's it's just, I'm sure a lot of the people who are listening now will have at some point seen that movie, regardless of me mentioning it. I've seen all those mm-hmm. movies, regardless of me mentioning. It. But I, I, it's such a cool. It's one of those movies, uh, those franchises that, let me say trilogies, because I, I can't talk about the fourth and fifth one. I just can't. <laughs> He's like, uh, it just hurts my soul. I just can't, man. <laughs> those things, it's not that they can't be acknowledged, because I love Johnny Depp, and he's 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 in them. He's Jack Sparrow. I love Jack Sparrow, mm, but nice to God have him damn, back. man, it's, it's just not good, man. I um, heard, a, I heard a thing about... Um, uh, what was it? The last two and like why the fifth one is almost works but still doesn't is because of Jack Sparrow. Oh yeah, he carries like the, the movies from what I understand. <laughs> like the well, it was that he really isn't the carry of the movies, mm. and that in the fourth one they really tried to push that he was or he could be. Let me turn my mic down a little bit. And you know, by going for that pure whimsical stuff instead of like having the other characters to balance it out, it kind of mm. like killed it. Mm. I would agree. Yeah, fair enough. I would agree because he's 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 there, and it's the movie's about him, of course, because it's about what he wants and you know, Jack Sparrow shenanigans. But um, mm. the fourth movie in particular, I never got, I didn't feel his presence really. It was weird, mm-hmm. but he was there, so he's carrying the film almost like this this visible ghost in my mind. Mm-hmm. That uh, the it's just the essence of the films was gone. I can feel how they're milking that cow for everything they can get out of it. You know, every cent, every dime they Mm -hmm. can get. But you're talking about a franchise that brings people back to the Disney ride, you know, Pirates Mm -hmm. of the Caribbean, where where it all started. That is a good ride. (laughs) I, I definitely needed to travel back throughout my childhood just recently. So that, that was great for me. But um, I bring it. It was it was even better for me because, like I said, I got reminded of how certain formulas work in film when it makes sense. Because the Snyder Cut also came out, hey. and there were people who were talking about before the Snyder Cut came out. Uh, I'm not going to mention anything about it unless we do end up talking about it. 
but before the film came out, people were just saying their, you know, po- posting their videos and saying their dues about who. So I guess this is this is what else I was up to. Um, okay, so let me make sure. Did you watch it officially? I've watched. I got to. Um, I got to right up to the first fight with Steppenwolf that the quasi league is at. Okay. And I say quasi because it's it's like it's how many is it? It's uh it's four of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. I was just okay. I think I know exactly who you are in that movie then because I yeah. watched it too. So I finished it. Yeah, um, and I figured so I won't spoil it. it. it <laughs> yeah. What? We had what a are watching we party. How how are we feeling? What are we feeling? Um, I, the only reason why I haven't gotten to finish it is because my parents wanted to watch it with me, and that's fair. Um, I was it's already almost movie. two hours in. I was I was <laughs> just at an hour fifty nine minutes in, um, mm-hmm. but you know they wanted to start it. They wanted to watch it with me. So I was like, ah, right, ah, fine. Warning for those that don't <laughs> oh, know, well. and I feel like it's been established. The Snyder Cut is four hours long. It is four, four hours, hours long. Two minutes, if I'm not mistaken. It's a long behind <laughs> movie. <laughs> I've seen a longer movie. But um, till the end of the world. Mm-hmm. No, but like at the same time, um, I was actually discussing it with Aaron and Nevon, um, earlier today. We were just trying to figure out where we would place it. Um, Aaron said he would not place it over Man of Steel. And mm-hmm. it might, I guess, it just depends on the day. Beat Wonder Woman or not? Aquaman kind of up in the air personally I started Aquaman didn't finish it I know and I never watched it either um so for me Aquaman has like this weird place where it's like I understand it's good but I have no actual judgment so I know it's up in the top three but I have no judgment of Aquaman um mm-hmm. that being said for me I'd probably put it actually in the same spot as the first Wonder Woman movie I like cause Wonder Woman is great Honestly, up until that third act, and then, like, it really <laughs> drags down the film. And had that third yeah. act not been the way it was, the film would have been like, you did it. Like, you just made a good Wonder Woman movie. Like, it's done. And I I would actually say that the Wonder Woman movie is still a good Wonder Woman movie. It's just not everybody yes. agrees with that last act. It's like, it's just kind of, eh. Mm. But, I, um, I, I think that the last act isn't strong enough to take it down from being a good movie. Mm-hmm. But agree. it is enough to take it down. It it takes the character down to nonsense. Mm. Yeah. That makes the the rest of the movie uh suffer it, for it's it. Like, well, yeah, it's it suffer for it because oh what like you it's it's oh god, this I, I hate to I, I hate to compare it to this, but it's like getting riled up in the bed by your lady friend, right? <laughs> right? And then and then right before it, right before it happens, she just stops. <laughs> just walks away. That's how, yeah. And it's just like, yo, why? What, what was, you know, that's, right at least there. that's how Wonder Woman was for me. Just because the, the, the third act was just like, what the hell are we doing here? I could see that. Because, um... Honestly, they had a really... Just gonna put the Wonder Woman part out there for it. They had a really good opportunity to make, like, a really interesting statement on humanity because it would have been true. The biggest problem is is that everyone... I think everyone could agree she never should have fought Ares. Like, she should have met Ares. Ares should have been like, yo, humans did this to themselves. I did nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He should have walked off. <laughs> should have walked mm-hmm. off. And they could have had that final act play out 
with them essentially trying to stop the plane or whatever, and her coming to terms with the idea that, like, humans are lost, I guess, which means that, like, yeah. I guess I have to stay in order to, to help them. Mm. And that movie would have ended great. Mm-hmm. It would have been fine. <laughs> I would have loved, I would have loved if we, if Ares did acknowledge, he was like, I, I am, I am growing stronger with this. Yeah. I will, mm-hmm. I will admit, yes, I am I'm loving growing this. stronger because of this conflict, but I am not causing this. <laughs> I'm not causing this at this. all. I'm sort of just sitting back and enjoying the meal, you know? He was like, he was like you feel me? <laughs> and that would have been that could, that, that, would, that would allow me to see him as like, Okay, he could still be a threat because yeah. even without his his influence, he's able to gain power because of the flaws of man. So, mm. if he is a threat later on, you know, how do we stop him? That would have yeah. just been cool. That just that would have been sick to me. And it's weird because they still kind of go for the same punch, but mm. never have but they cuz they're like, "Oh, you killed Ares, right? Like you you did it. You stopped oh, him." It's like, "But the <laughs> war's still going. We didn't finish and then she has that same moment but i'm like well if that's the case then we didn't even need to have the aries fight (laughs) because him just saying i'm not doing anything would have just been fine like i'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. to this Mm -hmm. but i will say this uh with the snyder cut um it's a lot it is two okay in a lot of ways this is two movies put into one but Hmm. the way this is done you cannot actually split this into two parts Mm. It's very obvious it's supposed to have more to it. Mm-hmm. Go like like another movie or something like that. And I see why it couldn't work in theaters. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah. personally, I feel like you could do a, a four-hour movie or a three-hour movie. No problem in theaters. You just have to either have an intermission. A four-hour movie specifically is like, okay, have an intermission. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Let people have some snacks. At the two-hour mm-hmm. mark, just let people go. <laughs> Get some snacks or whatever. They can come back, continue watching the movie. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You can do that, but movie theaters don't like to do that, or not even movie theaters. Um, companies don't like to do that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they just don't want to do that kind of thing. Because movies would just honestly, movie theaters would benefit from it. They'd be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You get an intermission. You get to come get snacks. Everybody gets the Bible. Like, popcorn, of course. <laughs> but um, they just don't want to. The way this movie plays out, like too loud. Is this okay? Without any spoilers, don't worry. I'm not going to do spoilers just came out like yesterday not mm-hmm. the day before so i'm not gonna spoil anything for anybody but uh god this movie's so much better than what we got originally one <laughs> the, like the thing we did right afterwards like after we finished it um we <laughs> we went back and looked at clips from the first one mm-hmm. and the first thing we noticed was like yo the color in the first one like pops pops like it's like the color grading is very different uh, Snyder yeah. Cut is dark, which I mean, I guess makes sense because that's how he was doing his movies originally. They were all very mm-hmm. dark. And considering, and Andre, you will understand when you watch the rest of YouTube, Paul. Um, considering where the movie is going by the time you guys get to the end of it, mm. um, <clears throat> it is very clear they were heading in a very specific direction that was mm. a lot darker for the DC Nightmare. universe. Right. Well, yeah, actually, believe it or not, it's it's very... Because the Nightmare one in the original Justice League is kind of like, oh, this is a possible future, and we might be going towards that, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, In the Snyder Cut, one, that scene doesn't happen until, like, 
the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I can say this because it's like, for me, I was sitting there waiting. I'm like, we still haven't had this nightmare scene at any point. Where is it? And then I got to the end of the movie and I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> but, um. Oh, this is a boss fight. Oh, this might be difficult. <laughs> I will focus. No worries. Keep going. Like, but that nightmare scene inherently, um, where it is, oh is God. way darker than what Justice League initially had us thinking it was. It's the best way to describe mm. that. It's like one of those things where it's like you get to it and you're like, yeah, that's a way worse context for this. This is way mm. worse. Right. <laughs> okay. So we didn't quite understand just how dire the stakes were. Yeah. Because you kind of get the idea of like, oh, Darkseid came in and he wrecked the place. No, it's way worse than that. And it's like, oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's yeah. worse than Darkseid wrecking the place? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's pretty bad. Like, like the reason why, and the reason why I wanted to wrap, why I, yeah, why I wanted to wrap my um, Pirates of the Caribbean reunion with this is because mm-hmm. some people were saying before the film came out, that the DCEU doesn't succeed quite where it could because it doesn't follow the formula that Marvel set out to do. Mm-hmm. Where and and then you have people that argue against it. You good over there, man? <laughs> there are people yeah, who good. argue against it and they're like, um, "The Marvel formula oh, is." <laughs> this guy's playing help, boy. Um, stun lock. Yeah, he's <laughs> stun lock. Um, I could do but, it. Yeah, there are people who say that the Marvel Cinematic Universe suffers for mm-hmm. suffers for their formula, rather because yeah of the the repetitiveness of it, and you know not, they you don't really see any vision of the director and blah 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 blah. Where where I get both sides. I get yeah. both sides. I understand. I do understand also, and I, I talked about it last time I was on the podcast, that idea of stepping out and allowing a, a vision to be told. Mm-hmm. I think the DC Extended Universe could work marvelously because no one said that the universe had to start out warm and bright, whereas Marvel's mm-hmm. universe seems to successively become more and more serious and you know darker. And uh, as it goes on, grows. One division. Yeah. <laughs> the DC Extended okay. Universe could have started out as, you know, all right, hey, we got an injustice story that we're going to start telling you, and it's going to be the beginning of this universe. And the, the DC Extended Universe sort of starts with this injustice nightmare universe, and then you get something like you get lighter. Uh, and another universe coming in mm-hmm. and, and stopping this injustice universe, just like the game. Except yeah. we started just like the game with the Injustice universe and then after that story is told we end up getting uh, sequentially brighter and and you know this universe so it's opening up to a lot of other things and it gets to be and, more you know unique yeah, it, it, in how it's told much like the MCU exactly. is doing right now where it's like started off light toned we got darker but we're also getting crazy spins on stories so like yeah, WandaVision yeah. for instance is a very dark <laughs> version. It's also very, it's weirdly light, but dark uh, version yeah. of House of M and Avengers Disassembled. Um, yeah. So it's like, you can get this stuff and still have it be really interesting. Because I agree, like, mm-hmm. getting the direct, that's the thing with Justice League 2. It's so clear that, like, Zack Snyder did have a vision for each movie mm-hmm. moving forward. 
um, like he he definitely wanted to be like okay, Man of Steel, um, Batman v Superman, the original like the director's cut of version of it, okay. <laughs> and then into um, into Justice League, and then the next movie, and the next movie, the next movie, with it moving very much in a very particular direction. Just Josh Whedon's Justice League. <sighs> okay, so I get why it is technically considered unwatchable. It's because of the length mm-hmm. he needs in order to establish everything. Cause, and, and a part of me is like, I do agree with the idea of like, you don't have to, like the formula hurts sometimes mm-hmm. with Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. But I, 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 what I would have continued yeah. saying is that the formula, it's, it hurts sometimes, but it works for a reason. I mean, yes. it is the comic book formula. It's how things work. Right. We, we get all these. We get the solo comics. We get the individual comics, and then we get the ensemble comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that that's. I mean, Marvel. Say what you want, but their formula is literally the formula for how comic books are released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what the hell do you want them to say? <laughs> like, what do you want them? To, what do you want them to say? What do you want them to do? I, hey, I, I make see a comic why the DC movies. universe also doesn't work. Because while I said it, things could start yep. out like an injustice story. I have no idea if that's where things actually would have gone. You know, this mm. this this universe could end up completely terrible, regardless of the hype for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I don't know, but it could have. And I honestly do still think that Justice League, for as much as I've seen, still suffers because of the lack of yes. background. Yes, to it all does. Of that's these characters. Exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is it's very mm. this movie is very long. It takes a lot of time to set up the two people that <clears throat> actually it takes the time to set up the three people that literally don't have movies yet. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I forget that Aquaman really didn't have a movie going into this. At that point, yeah, he didn't have a movie. <laughs> hmm. He was like, impossible. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> How do you care about all these people? And they, how, I do you, say how, this, how do you care? They do a good job. The the mm-hmm. Zack Snyder one does actually a really good job at setting everyone up. Mm-hmm. Flash is still cringy. Oh my god, that was the one thing that we couldn't stop messing around with. I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you hated how Flash ran in the previous oh, no. one, they could not fix that. <laughs> no, they do they do better scenes, <laughs> so that it doesn't look as bad in some instances. But they could not fix how Ezra Miller runs. I have no I have no idea. Why they made him? I I don't know if they made him run like that or if he just can't run. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and they were like, "Damn it, we've already cast him." Exactly. Him. I just I you know, really thing, don't know. <laughs> I so I'm about two hours in. So as of my impression for two hours in, there's a lot that I'm enjoying, mm-hmm. but there's equally as much that I'm cringing at and being like, "Yo, this doesn't work." This Does is, most this of it come from me. Flash? Um, a lot, a, a large majority yeah. of it is coming from Flash. It comes from Flash. Uh, at this point, in my viewing, mm-hmm. at this point, the, the, after that, it would be the amount of slow-mo. Um, yeah. I've heard this quite a bit. Which is crazy. Zack Snyder likes the snow. Zack Snyder loves him some slow-mo, but it's like he turned that dial up to a hundred on this. He loves it. He's like, it's my movie no, now. It's weird. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing ever because it's like he, it's very clear that he loves it. But the other thing is that Zack Snyder also knows how to do speed right at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. In the beginning of this movie, because they have the Wonder Woman scene from the previous movie. Oh, Except God, they just don't slow so anything down. Now. They just it's don't so slow anything, good and now. it's it's clean. Dude, I rewinded it. I rewinded. <laughs> I saw it that clip like four times. Yeah, it's stupid. Really good. Fast. It threw us. It. Yeah, it threw us off. We was watching it and just immediately had this whole like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> We're just Zach doing like this. knows how to do action. <laughs> but man, this just is low slow this motion. Is, his slow motion, like, it's just, it, uh, all right, God, I can't, I don't want to talk about the film specifics, but there is a scene uh, where the Amazons are attacked in the beginning of the film. Yeah. I mean, um, this is, that it, was yeah. way too much slow motion for me. Also, there are some really weird song choices. Yeah. <laughs> like, the songs that are used at certain points, I'm, all right, so, there seems to be scenes that are, mm. I don't know if it's the writing but it's just the dialogue is, is awkward, man. The dialogue because is the awkward at, at a lot of times for me, man. That's right. I'm like, what this this <laughs> this, is, this is weird. All right. Um, there was some. There was this moment. There was this moment of. I'm not seeing the chemistry. I'm not seeing the chemistry yet at all. Ah, uh, there there are a lot of moments of awkward writing, mm. but also these, and it seems. It, it seems to keep going back and forth for me between awkward mm-hmm. writing and really cool writing and cool action. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> awkward writing and slow-mo and, and weird music choice. Bad music choice, even. And sick writing. Amazing action. And, it's like, just, just the... Just the nice, the nicest amount of like fan service. Just mm. I will ask this. Cool, you, you know, because I'm wondering if one of the awkward music choices is this. Because I didn't find it awkward, but I know during my watching experience with the boys, um, they found it uh, like a bit awkward. Mm. Wonder Woman has a new theme in this specifically, and I'm wondering if mm. it's that theme. Is it that one of the ones? Where, mm. I mean, they have a couple other no, ones here and there. But I this, have heard about this new theme. I haven't gotten that far to it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is that theme played in the beginning? Mm-hmm. When she... she okay. She, does, she doesn't have the old Wonder Woman one yeah, that she had from the previous movie. it's a little bit different. She has, like, okay. this very Amazonian people singing in the back, like, very mm-hmm. breathy music going on yeah, in the back. Yeah, it's... Instead. It's a different feel. And it does... It, it has definitely thrown people off. And I'm wondering mm. if that's one of those choices of like, yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> I think it's awkward. I think mm, not. That wasn't one for me, but okay. I think that one, I, my ear is going to take just a little bit more time to get to used to it because I'm so yeah. used to that, that hard guitar riff. That took me so long to get used to because it's not what I would associate with one woman at all. Yeah, but I was but cool. Now I'm it. like now I'm like, all right, shit, shit man, this is a, yeah. <laughs> You just got just used like, to oh, it. Alright. I guess this is where we are. No <laughs> I, I did want to Ting. say this too, like Dude, with, it's uh, sick. It's sick. <laughs> I wanted to say with Zack Snyder, I, you know what I think his big issue is? Yeah, mm. go ahead. He's, it's almost like Michael Bay. He is a slave to something big, and so like the streaming services are kind of like where he needs to make movies from now on because he can just make those big, long movies. You mm. know? Mm. That's, I feel that. Like, that, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, 
So hmm. I'm gonna say very quickly about the music choice that I was thinking of. What the and fuck is that? Comment on that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's a Cthulhu thing, bro. Oh god, that just took me out. I know, uh, but yeah, I wasn't coming on that. But you're gonna have to remind me about that. Mm-hmm. The music choice that I was thinking about, um, as far as how far I've gotten in the film, uh, is when Bruce Wayne is meeting. He's 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 meeting. Uh, what's his name? Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. like it. It's it's like supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a funny scene, <laughs> but the the dialogue for me was not funny. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. And the music at some point gets very like, <laughs> it gets very like high and, and intense and high energy and like actiony, mm-hmm. like like doing and but nothing's happening. And nothing is happening, dude. Just talking. Just talking, bro. I was like, yo, what is this? My mom came in. My mom came in. My mom falls asleep during movies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my mother came in and sat down for just a few minutes, and she asked me. She was like, "Uh, okay," and I was like, "I was like, what?" And she was like, "I'm just trying to understand this music choice." And that's not even for the. She was talking about an Aquaman scene. Oh yeah, cause that's another one, <laughs> bro. And I'm not even the only one. We're not the only ones. No, like anyone who has said anything right now about any of the music, we are not the only ones who have mentioned it. I've listened to a few other people who have had some non-spoiler reviews of the mm-hmm. film, and there were people who were saying, "Okay, yes, this film." Everyone's saying, "What's up?" With this, the yeah, what's what's up with the music? What is this? <laughs> I gotta understand. Why, why, like you're taking me out, bro? And also, there are people who are saying this this film, as you were saying, Paul, this film. Uh, you know, tying this back to what you were saying about Zack Snyder, this film does not work in a theater. However, for a streaming yeah. service, this is great. It's kind of perfect, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, honestly, a lot of people uh, Batman v Superman, for Max a lot of people this. hated it, right? Yeah. And I never got to watch it in theaters. I guess I've saved for that yes. reason. But, uh, I, so my first version was actually watching the extended cut, and I was Which like, I really don't see anything film. wrong with it. Like, it has oh, a lot wow. it's trying to do, so it has its problems, but Would I still, like, you know what I mean? I can sit down and watch it again and enjoy You should it. watch the, I don't know how you're going to be have able to, seen, but you should just watch the theatrical cut just to see. Have, have, have you seen the theatrical cut at all? No, yeah, I've you only should seen look, the extended Because you, should under, you need to understand what they cut out of the well, movie. Wasn't it like an hour longer to get the extended cut? I think so, but like Uh, the other thing is, is like there's just super important scenes that they cut out that give context to a ton of this, like the reasoning in the movie. Yeah, that's just not there. Like, I mean, think about it. They like, like, I'm guessing WB is really strict about the length, and they were like, "Hey, cut out some stuff." And Zack Snyder was like, "Oh God!" (laughs) Like, (laughs) some of the stuff they had to cut was like dumb important. Like, okay, perfect example because it's it's, very. Batman v Superman. The reason why they're they fighting. My bad. <laughs> well, one of the ones is one of the ones is like in the beginning, because this one's easy. Um, Superman is accused of murdering people in uh, Batman v Superman. Like he's accused of killing people, mm. right? Um, mm. In the in the theatrical cut, um, it's really not clear why he's being blamed because you watch these people get gunned down. And I'm like, right, like I think everyone is looking at that. Like, why would he be blamed for these people's deaths? Like, they have bullet holes. Why would mm. you 
Why would you associate the man that can fly through walls and not worry about? Right. With, okay. Like I think I know yeah, where you're going with that. And this. in the in the um in the director's cut, they actually have the scene where they go through and they burn all the bodies and they make sure like it looks like scorch marks mm. were done and everything like that. And then when people get there, they're like, "Yeah, Superman, you have heat vision. Like, you you murdered these people. Like you just ran through them. You have done like, they wouldn't have been yeah. dead if he wasn't there." And it's like that one makes more sense. In the original version, you're just really sitting there being like, "I, I don't understand. I that don't get why sense. people are yeah. like, these people There's... were killed by guns. Therefore, Superman killed them." <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> and then and then like we we get answers for why Superman is even after Batman in, in such intensity as he is. Oh like, yeah. He... Like, like there's so much so put it like this DC extended universe mm. has looked like this to me we're getting we get we get mess and then we get found it, it, it's released yo there's so much that was just gone that went wrong in the studio and and and, and yo this is not what the director really wanted and 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 you know cuz David Ayer's David Ayer's Suicide Squad Frankenstein it was chopped and screwed uh, uh, Batman v Superman Zack Snyder's movie was 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 cut down was cut too short uh Zack Snyder's Justice League got got Joss Whedon and so we're gonna like I'm getting Joss Whedon it really did <laughs> I'm getting those are two different trend. movies they're yes. genuinely they're yes, two different dude. movies <laughs> dude they it got Joss Whedon bro I cause I I see his fingerprints yeah. I'm I'm looking at Firefly I'm looking at Alien Mm. Uh, alien. You guys know how I feel uh, about him. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm not, not just, Alien. They're, they're what, just what, Alien Resurrection. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at Avengers. Mm. I'm looking at all of it, and I'm seeing the patterns. I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, I'm noticing that and that and that, and yeah. I'm seeing how that was in his. Snut, like even even uh even um. Flash falling on Wonder Woman. Yeah, that got super removed. Scene. I'm gonna let you know that that doesn't even happen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I I didn't even get to what I, I I was told that, ah, and that's a that's a Joss Whedon thing. The dude falling on top of the woman's breasts, it happens in Avengers: Age of Ultron. You're right, it does. To I do forgot what? about that. Bruce it's Banner told, yeah. falls on top of on top of Black Widow. Yeah, it Joss Whedon Joss Whedon does this kind of stuff, man. He's he's gross. He's gross. It's meant to be comical, but it's just kind of like, all right, I guess. <laughs> And ah, like, gosh, it's like, like Dan Snyder with kids. Feet. It's weird because it's like an anime moment happening in like a live action show, and it makes you kind of go like, "Wait a minute, what am I? What?" <laughs> just throws you off for a second. You're like, "Huh? This is not really what I had my brain set to." But right. What would they say? I, I don't know. I feel like that was bad. Never mind. Amani, would you say at this point, as of seeing it, because I'm still not like confident in the rest of the DC Extended Universe. I think they should reboot. Just as oh, dude, they they are rebooting parts of the Caribbean. They and, you know, here's the deal. Tie back to my because they already went my, on record and said that Josh Whedon's is the one that's canon. Which I'm like, that sucks. Oh God! No, they said really this dumb. before I watched the movie, and I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of lame. But uh, then, I mean, no I guess whatever. Even putting this out hmm. now that why, I have seen, this? <laughs> I've seen the whole movie. I'm like, that's a crime. <laughs> this is an yeah, actual wow. crime. <laughs> it is ridiculous Bro. how much better. Um, no, dude, no one's gonna Zack Snyder's cut. Why is it? I got a question. Why is it they changed Steppenwolf? I was watching clips of the. Uh, the actual Steppenwolf, like even though the CGI seems a little like unfinished, you know, he doesn't quite 
Like, stand into the environment. Real, he looks better in this movie. Bro. Of yeah, course, that's what I'm saying. He but, looks phenomenal. Yeah. And he sounds phenomenal. It's how they, I imagine the fucking they guy. They actually like, make him more of a character. Not like, I made it fucking... You know, wow, that's so loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. I just actually make him more of a character in this one. Um, he actually has yes. motivations and things of that nature. Yes, that's that's something I loved. Is my mic like, too loud, guys, or do I need to turn it down? That's, that's just fun. you. <laughs> I, mean, I just personally love. Um, okay, it's just whenever I get loud, it gets louder, guys. That yes. makes sense. I personally loved how much I actually, how quickly I was like, damn, dude, I really feel bad for Steppenwolf right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I I get it, you know? He's like a dude. Well, I, he is. He's. I, I can say this, but I this part would be fine. But he's a disgraced warrior trying to prove himself. That's the yeah. deal in this one. He's people. They're like, yo, we don't, we don't trust you. And he's like, well, mm. I might have stumbled onto something big. So like, give me time, and I, I got you. Like, I, I'll, I'll prove my worth again. Essentially, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Dang. Like, also, it's it's other thing. It's this dope. movie is rated R. It yes. Is, it is. Needlessly rated you'll, you'll get lo- but they do some you'll cool get stuff with know it. That. <laughs> yes, yeah. there are times where I'm like, "Yo, I need to see a little bit of blood." But then there are times where it's just like, "Ah, that's right, it's rated R." Okay, because in the very beginning, you will be thrown off by that that first fuck. <laughs> yeah, you? I'm gonna just let it hang on that. Yeah, you, the first time you hear that, and this. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman movie, Justice League, superhero Flash, and this this movie that has that has a cartoon, dozens of them about these characters. When you hear that mm. F word, you know what's when crazy? When you hear that first guy say "fuck," you <laughs> will be like, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa!" Oh, right. <laughs> it's worse rated R. I think there oh, are, in this rated R movie, I think, and don't quote me exactly mm-hmm. on this, but I think there are two. I think there are actually two. I've heard, two then what? I've heard both F-bombs? of them. You've heard both? I've, I've, there was one. Then there are three. In the very beginning. <laughs> Hold on. Dude, I remember. Three one F-bombs. Yeah, three. if that's the case, yes. then there are three. <laughs> three? Okay. I mean, it is rated R. And and I'm going to be real. That. I didn't notice yes. until the last one. <laughs> I did not notice until the last. And the last one stands out because it's so emphasized. It's like, I'm going to be mm. real. You're going to get to it, Andre. You're going to like, yeah, that one's pretty emphasized. Like, it's the character that's coming <laughs> out of and everything like that. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, there it is. Wow. I, I was. I haven't watched it yet, obviously, but I saw a clip comparing, like, the Wonder Woman in the beginning, you mm. know? Yes. Versus the justice league and when she says to the guy whatever her line is you can see where it's like reshot and bro i just don't understand joss whedon's like decision there like it looks so badass yeah like, i don't i don't know the, he, uh, Zack snyder like every shot he gets like problems or no man he knows how to frame a superhero and i'll be honest i really i fucking stand by him on the square like uh the letterboxing mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. like my God, I see what he means about bringing the verticality back. In every clip I watched, like I felt yeah, it. You, like the widescreen kind of took it away. We actually noticed that, that immediately shit. when we went back to I, look at the old one, and yeah. uh, Gabe actually mm-hmm. pointed out he's like, I actually kind of like the shots and how they're done in the in the Snyder cut, like how because we saw like literally yeah. the same scene. We went back and watched both Wonder Woman scenes just mm-hmm. because, and we was just like, yeah. man, he's not like we just looked at it and said, like, yeah, it just looks 
better, mm-hmm. like with the way it looks. That's like I, mean, yeah. I saw I saw a clip of um what was it? It was the clip of uh, Avengers Endgame. You know mm-hmm. when everybody's coming back, mm-hmm. and then it like shows the camera like pan up, and like you see all these people standing there. But honestly, bro, the widescreen does kind of take away from that, and then you see that shit happen. Like, in every clip I saw in uh, Justice League, and I was like, wow, that really frames them as heroes. There's something to that. Mm. So, I hope Marvel kind of maybe does that one day. That'd be cool. You know, maybe make your Silver Surfer movie. You know? Marvel, make it all retro. and look, give man, me a we'll get the Marvel really needs to make more stylistic decisions. And and I think they're they're on track for that. They're doing that they now. Are, they are um, doing that. But, oh, they are? Good. Yeah. In fact, I'll admit, because most they, of the Marvel uh, movies recently have been, um, and even the shows, obviously, but, like, the Marvel movies specifically recently have been more so it's a superhero film but it's also this other thing and they really like mm. emphasize yeah like thing. thor was an 80s movie yeah. and, and spider-man yeah. all the spider-man movies are like coming of age going on vacation like teenage movies quote unquote so it's like yeah. they they had this really different style to them whenever you see them now mm. um mm-hmm. like I, I was gonna say obviously WandaVision being the one that's just kind of like, we're just going to bounce between as many styles and be psychological. <laughs> I still can watch that. Yeah, Pele gave me his login and everything. I still... It's very good. Oh, God, it's good. I see you oh, watched God, it. Oh, God, it's yes. good, dude. So yes, much was spoiled for me on Instagram. Oh, oh really? God, man. So much was spoiled in me. D- dude. Have you actually God, watched it yet, I... though? Yes. Okay, cool. Because... Yeah, you really couldn't wait on WandaVision. I found that out real soon. I'm like, you can't, bro. I, and I was watching it with people and we're getting spoiled. Like, I was watching it w- when the episodes were coming out and then I would just get a random thumbnail or something would just appear. Yes, and I'm like, man. Bro. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, dude, the comments, not the comments, the comic book just, section oh, of Instagram, the comic, that, the comic book side of uh, Instagram, that community, like if you explore and all that, dude. Picture after picture after picture of spoilers, man. Like, oh, God. You're talking about reveals as far as a certain character's appearance and whatnot. I'm like, Like, come on, bro. Come on. I'm like, we couldn't shut up for this for like 24 hours. You're talking talking about spoilers of a certain character, a certain actor being in here, bro. You're talking about spoilers like that. That's how I found out, honestly, was Instagram. I was like, oh, that's cool. I guess. Thanks. Yeah, that one. That one was like, oh, yo, you know what would have been great if you had shut up about it, <laughs> right? Dude, come on. Shut your mouth before I pounce. You know what I mean? <laughs> that one was a cool one, though. Don't fall. Yeah, there we go. Give me that. Someone compared that scene to like another reveal, and I like that happened in the MCU. I can't remember what mm-hmm. it was, and I was like, this is actually a better reveal than that. <laughs> like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't compare that reveal to anything else in the MCU. I can't remember what it was. About. It was like they they compared it to another thing, which I was like, I don't know why you would compare these two because one is way oh, better. Oh. <laughs> and it's this uh, the one division one specifically about, is way better. <laughs> I think they're talking about I've said about, this one uh, too many times. One but Spider-Man Far From Home. Y'all know for sure. I think uh, y'all can't go watch uh, Silver I'm Surfer in, in theaters with me, right? Oh, hmm? well, no. Like, I've yeah, told we you know why. <laughs> yeah. So, for the viewers at home, uh, and I don't mind making this joke. This is the funniest thing I've ever said. Like it's said it's, it's uh, you know, kind of true as well. Oh, God. So, uh, <laughs> it's kind of true. So, you mind if I say it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fully dude. intend, when I see that movie, to ejaculate from every orifice. I will eject 
all of my bodily fluids and transcend humanity. Because I've been Does waiting. Does that count as transcending? Brother. To just lie there in your own filth. <laughs> and just, oh, yeah. Does I mean, that why count not, as you know? transcending? <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like, I like the whole, like, Silver Surfer back in the day on Fantastic Four did not get me. All right. I was like, oh, that's cool. It was cool how they made the buildings look like waves, <laughs> but it didn't get me. I just fell to my death. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. Can I say these last two things about the yeah, DC go for extended it. universe. Yes, yes, you can. Um, I think Amy Adams and Henry Cavill have absolutely zero chemistry, and she should be recast as Lois Lane. I love her as an actress, but she does not Appreciate play that. a good Lois Lane. They have no chemistry. She cannot cry for the character. I literally, dude, I've I've watched her intently throughout her. Dude, she cannot. I cannot <laughs> see this woman loving this man i like she doesn't she doesn't she does not amy adams's face will not express if she is trying her best then she just cannot do it she, she cannot express she love she is for this guy bro they have no chemistry she needs to be recast what's the second right? thing second thing um it's like my mom and my dad bro huh? this is no i'm sorry <laughs> Divorce jokes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. I, I can't. I can't say anything about it. He. Hey. He. His. It's his life. I can't say <laughs> anything. About right. it. I'm gonna, why would I? But the second thing, because this is released on um, this video, um, and Paley sent this in the chat. I didn't, I didn't say anything about it. I reacted to it with an emoji. But Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy would have ended with a brand new Batman that would have been Superman's son. So not only do I not believe, what? not only do I not believe that those two people, that that Lois and Clark love each other, mm-hmm. not only will I never believe that shit. Yes. But you mean to Zach tell Snyder me that they will before. have, you know what? I can believe that they will have a child. I, but I know okay. <laughs> that they don't love each other because I know they're horny rabbits. Dude, they had sex in the... Dude, Batman v Superman. Oh, did yeah, they that was like the, the first thing. Man, what? Dude, get that out of my face. I've, I have no relationship with these two. They don't care about each other. They don't love like each other at all. Blocks, Which is crazy. You know, just just yeah, love, <laughs> we all love freaking Henry Cavill as Superman. He's like, yo. I love Superman. him as Superman. Bro, can we talk about how he really becomes the characters he plays? Like, he has no, so he much does. passion for his characters. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood keeps shitting on him. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, come on, man. Yo, Let him stay Superman. He needs to be Superman. That's Give why him bigger care. roles. I don't God. care about no black Superman. I don't care. I don't. Ca- I said it. There it is. I said it. I mean, we talked about okay. that. Wait, do you mean Superman black or I black not, Superman? No, Which I don't. I, I want Superman back. I do not care about a black Superman. I don't. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't. I don't need a black Superman right now. I want to see Clark Kent done right on screen. We can get Lala later. Care about. That's the point. It's supposed to come through later. I want, later. I want <laughs> Zack Snyder's Superman action and the perfect Superman. And freaking Henry Cavill plays the perfect Superman. He's just not written the perfect Superman, mm-hmm. and it's not hard to. But you want Zack Snyder... To be fair, Zack he's Snyder not actually wants- written as a perfect Superman. No, like but a perfect Superman is not perfect. Yeah, that's that is true. <laughs> a perfect Superman 
is is constantly reminding us, yo, this guy grew up on Earth. Yes. He's essentially a human being. He knows mm-hmm. nothing outside of this. Yes. He's just some kid who got you know, superpowers one day and was like, oh my God. Uh, I, I live on a farm, guys. <laughs> Hello? You, That's you know Superman. what I would love to... You know what I would love to see with Superman after like a movie where they really establish him or a few of them or something. Yeah. If like somehow, some way, the DC Extended Universe becomes like the Marvel Universe and it works, right? I would love to see something akin to like uh, right after Rebirth when Action Comics came back and Superman's fighting Doomsday and he's like fully prepared to lose. Mm-hmm. And instead of like having you know um, what was it the the uh, Zod I think it was who was the man in the mask or whatever you know mm-hmm. instead of having that happen have him die but properly not like Batman v Superman yeah, but like you know what I mean like yeah like, Zack Snyder he he uh, man that death was not earned which is why you yeah, want Superman's hmm. son to become Batman at the end of your trilogy dude no to yeah. be fair no, 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 to no. be fair not only did yeah. you kill Dick Grayson. Like this guy just wasn't Dick wanted, Grayson confirmed. See, I thought it was just. Uh, I thought no. It was yeah, Dick Grayson was confirmed. I hate that. That's garbage. That's. Tra- I mean, I guess that makes sense as to why. He becomes bat. Now that makes sense as to why he becomes Batman at the end. I guess technically. I I don't understand. This that's part. lame. I don't like that. I don't like that Dick Grayson does. But yeah, <laughs> like, like bro, what, reading those comics though. Like, I swear to God, if y'all haven't come over, well, post COVID, I guess, <laughs> but or look it up. Somewhere, but yeah, no, it's literally Superman like scared for his life and his family, and it's like the coolest thing I could have ever read with Superman. I was like, oh my god, like this is good. But, you know? um, yes. Okay, there we go. There he is. Okay, great. Ha <laughs> ha! It's still recording. <laughs> That's crazy, Let's actually. <laughs> I'm like even I, better. I knew I, 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 dude. Somehow I knew I would. Somehow I knew I would come back to Audacity and would still be recording. <laughs> but yes. Audacity. All right, that was weird. My laptop charger is plugged in. I, I need. I know I need to get a new battery because this thing can't exist um, outside of the. Yeah, battery. my laptop's like that now. Cord <laughs> too. Even an hour, like like it 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 just won't. Um, but yeah, no. Picking up with what I was saying. Zack Snyder confirmed it's Dick Grayson that was killed by the Joker. Actually, no, it wasn't by the Joker. It was by Harley Quinn. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was Dick. I know it was. God, I knew man. Harley killed, God, killed God, him, God, but uh, I'm like, ah, uh, oh, dang, that sucks. But yeah, it's Dick. It's Dick Grayson, and that—that's why I just don't vibe. That's why I don't vibe with the DC Extended Universe. Really, there, I man, I have Man of Steel on Blu-ray in front of me. I love Man of Steel. No, I don't. No, I don't. I enjoy Man of Steel. <laughs> it, do ha- it does have issues. It does have issues. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I I enjoy Man of Steel. All right, so my favorite is Man of Steel, then Aquaman, then Wonder Woman. Fair enough. And... Then, maybe, no, then Batman v Superman's warehouse scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know Batman that scene, that scene, no, that scene in particular is just yes. better than that entire movie. I'm not even a front. <laughs> right? So, quick question now. Let me, let me, let me, because let me sidetrack. Because this is what, 
a lot of people, and like I said, this my, my week was sort of prepping, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of stuff, but I was prepping, mm-hmm. and, and I don't actually say I was prepping for it uh, during my week, I talked about Pirates of the Caribbean, which is what I did, but during the week, I guess I prepped for Batman v Superman by mm-hmm. watching people's opinions and whatnot yeah. on it. And a lot of people had something to say about uh, Darkseid. And Darkseid's look got updated throughout you know, the, the week and week and a half and two weeks, however long that we were getting clips released for the film. But um, did you guys get that uh, image that I sent in the Discord chat? Oh, wait, no. Oh, I sent it in the wrong chat. Hold on. Let me send it to this one. Here. Um... So I know people complained about Darkseid's look, and I know people complained about Steppenwolf's original look. Mm. And I know people aren't complaining about Steppenwolf's look now because he looks so much better than the Joss Whedon Steppenwolf. I, I don't know if I should call it the original look, which or is the, weird the Joss because Whedon look or whatever. now that I look at it, it the wasn't Joss the original Whedon one is more changed. closer to the Steppenwolf's original okay. design, anyway. But. Right. So. I'm really trying to understand why people kept arguing, why why there was any argument at all about the looks when when they're not. Yeah, it's like it's not. The, they're not like the comic books at all. <laughs> Re, like like look at this. Like look at this guy. This is Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll send it. We'll maybe we'll put the image on. Oh, shoot, I'll I'll give it to Amani for you to put on Instagram. I'll find this image somewhere on Google. <laughs> but it like this is the oh, oh just look up Steppenwolf. So look look him up. Look him up in the news. Nothing like look him up this. everywhere. Yeah. He doesn't look anything. Like like Zack Snyder's Steppenwolf looks like something out Dude. of Transformers. Or Transformers. Horror movie. I've I've seen I've seen that that like moving living sharp metal in yeah, Transformers. His armor's kinda cool in this one though, I'm not gonna find I like how it does. Work. I love his armor in this. The, well, like like that one scene where the the uh, armor is pierced by all those arrows and it you know it, it clips them. That's super cool, man. I fucking love it. <laughs> but it I think people need to sort of chill in the comments section when they're arguing with each other about. Marvel and DC and and who's who looks better and who's doing what yeah. better and 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 whatnot and and you know who looks better because there was a war, gentlemen. I don't know. No, if I you heard were about present it. Yeah. for it, but there was a war on YouTube about about the looks for these superheroes uh, in the DC extended universe and. I I am personally a fan of slight twists, but modernized, you know? Like, I think the, what I unfortunately have to call the Stark suit, because it's acknowledged in the Marvel Spider-Man as the Stark suit, and now it is acknowledged in the MCU as the Stark suit. I have to acknowledge that Tony Stark, I have to, I have to just accept it. Tony Stark in the MCU gave Spider Man his iconic mm-hmm. look, based off okay? of his That's based off of Peter's is. designs, but based off yeah. of his his original look, 
and his designs. I think, yeah, I, I think at some point he saw yeah, a drawing. He saw what he was originally which going Which is very for. reminiscent of, um, which is how Miles Morales got yes. his suit. Um, little known fact. Not a lot of people point that out. People like to say, oh, Miles, is, Miles sucks. He didn't even create him and make his own suit. He designed the damn thing. But Nick Fury designed it. All right, I saw that. You're going to be Spider-Man. I'm going to give it to you. Whatever. Um, but there are ways that people are able to, and when I say people, I'm talking about the costume designers. I guess that's should refer to them as such. There are ways for these costume designers, as being shown nowadays, they can make these suits modern, but still give us very accurate suits, very accurate looking characters. Um, yeah, I think the Starks are Scarlet really Witch. Nice. Scarlet Witch is the way they managed right? to design that. Looks pretty dead on. <laughs> uh, I, you know, uh, I'm just I'm not gonna say anything about it. I'm just you know we uh, we got the Scarlet Witch in Civil War. I know I'm stuttering over my mm-hmm. words. I'm tripping over them. Uh, we got the Scarlet Witch in Civil War, and 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 what else was she in that costume? And uh, actually, Avengers, the rest yeah, of the Aven- films. Uh, just both of Avengers, uh, Infinity War, and Endgame. She mm-hmm. was in that mm-hmm. suit. And, <laughs> you know, you can see, I guess it's the evolution of the character. It's beautiful. But I could easily see how they wanted to take her suit mm-hmm. and modernize it. And that's what we were going to have for Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch. Versus now how we're getting these, this wave of comic accurate looking suits. Yeah. On these the, these films and these shows, Baron Zemo is gonna have a very accurate. Appearance. Honestly, I don't mind it because it's all it takes um, is the mask. I I love it. Looks it. really cool. I love it. You know, it's not it's not quite exactly the comic mm. book, but it's the mask. That's really that's what makes all it. that matters. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what makes it. That's what we know makes it. Just get that right. I agree. Um. So I send this in the chat to say. To bring up how people were arguing about Darkseid's look and, and et cetera, et cetera. But no one wanted to say anything about how Steppenwolf looks nothing like his comic book counterpart. I also find it weird. I think we should stop being hypocrites because like, just stop, start yeah. arguing and just relax. I also find it weird because like, Darkseid, to me, didn't... His original incarnation that they put up didn't actually look bad. But people were like, I hate how what he was looks. His, his, let me look up the original because I don't yeah, think I remember it. looking at it and being it like... Got, it got tweaked. It got slightly yeah. tweaked from like like time after time after time, and I think Darkseid, as far as I've seen him in the clips and whatnot on YouTube, because I again I have to reiterate, haven't finished the whole Snyder. It do be four hours long. He looks good. <laughs> yeah. I think he looks great. I think he looks perfect. They added more blue to the tint of his yeah. armor. Bro, this image of him right here looks like him. How I would picture yeah. him. Like I, right. What, what is this original one though? I. Uh, a lot of people were saying that his armor was too uh, man. It's really like, nitpicky it's, from it's, what I can tell. Yeah, very nitpicky. It's it's you know, he looks like a big gray monster. <laughs> and I'm like he do be and, and, a big gray monster. Okay. <laughs> I get it. And uh, yeah, like he is a big gray monster. He's a walking and, thumb who has the yeah. power of a god. You know. Like there were people making videos saying, "Oh, this isn't my dark side." I don't know if you guys that went went trending. Not really. It didn't really go trending, but that was like a little thing on, on YouTube mm. and whatnot, and Twitter. You know, not my dark side because he 
Uxax looks so weird. He's he not my dark side. <laughs> right. It's like, look, this, this is this How is petty. You know, relaxed. It's very petty. You know, uh, his a lot of people wanted his. They didn't want the geometric armor dark side you know they didn't they didn't want all that you know how it's it, you notice how it's very it's very cubic cubic yeah. and, and sharp mm. and, and rigid you know they wanted something more akin to um what's that show called justice league unlimited dark oh side. yeah yeah okay uh the justice league show dark side you know just the, the cloth the cloth armor he's just suits look. doing this thing in his, I guess, casual. But then clothes. you'd have people in the comments saying, "But Injustice Darkseid has that armor, and it's it's sick. It looks so good. So they're it's using fun. inspiration from things. Still, <laughs> stop complaining. And ultimately, stop they the just madness. need to just stop complaining. Stop the madness. Just let whatever they're gonna do. Granted, granted. I guess what I just want to say is, don't be hypocrites and stop yelling at each other in the comments because we can still call them out. The Batman suit and Batman v Superman was far better Looks so than good. the Justice League. Oh no no no! Suit. You said the Batman the, uh, suit. He's still like the suit is the same until actually mm. the last bit of the movie where he actually. Pads I like, it up. I like his um. I like the beefiness of it. It's really neck. nice. <laughs> I don't know why it's just really cool. <laughs> and the fact that he can turn his yes. neck. I don't quite dig. And we've had this. It, it was changed. Um, it was a status quo for for Batman ever mm. since Michael Keaton's Batman, for him to have the bat turn. That's why we got the phrase, you know, the bat mm. turn. But that happened as a result of Michael Keaton and all the actors subsequent to him that portrayed the character not being able to turn their fragging necks <laughs> in the suit, which is why in The Dark Knight. He could turn his neck. <laughs> and subsequently, The Dark Knight Rises, the suit is different. I preferred the Batman Begins suit because he had this neck like a panther. If you watch the behind-the-scenes uh, oh, yeah. videos, they talk about that stuff. they like, yeah, we want him to have this thick neck. So he, he's this massive, he's this lean but massive dude, this hulking mm. freaking, like he could crush you, bro. But he's he's precise. And he's he's intimidating. He's... he's but he looks very. He is I could, man. <laughs> you know, Batman. I could beat him down, in in Dark Knight. And I'm, dude, I'm a small guy right now. I have lost a lot of weight, but I could beat him down in the Dark Knight. But if you're looking at Batman v Superman, you Batman, that, dude, he's a, <laughs> yo. You don't want to fight that guy, he's a early man. You see how fast he's moving, and he's that big. Are you hmm. kidding me? Are I still want that movie bro? with Ben Affleck. Like, we're not gonna get it, but I want that Ben Affleck Batman movie. The way that man was crawling around on screens I would, and things like I that looks so cool. Die for that. <laughs> like, bro, I would man. die <laughs> for that. It looks bro. so cool to see him fighting Deathstroke, bro. That would be dope. That's oh my god, <laughs> and it's things like that where I'm like, restore the Snyderverse because <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that, but I do not want to see. Superman's son become Batman. I don't. From what I understand I and how they were gonna do it, the idea would have been is that Batman doesn't exist anymore by the end of the show. Like by the what? end of it, like the idea would have been based on. Okay, so based on what I understand, it ah, been, um, no, 
It would have oh, been Endgame. God. Like, actually, since we're not going to get it, from what I understand, it would have been Endgame, is the idea. Where at some point, we would have sent Flash back to change fate, and Batman would have had an Iron Man mm. moment. Is the essentially the idea. Mm. So, which is why his son picks up the mantle of Batman. Which... Brings mm-hmm. up the interesting point about us originally talking about, yo, Batman with superpowers would be kind of lit, low-key. Just, just to have it for the one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, you <laughs> have that. Lantern ring at some point? You have no, that. Yeah. Yes. He used the lantern, he's used the lantern ring on multiple yeah. occasions. Mm-hmm. But you have a Batman with superpowers. Know, but we don't get that in movies. His name's Duke Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Name it, <laughs> dude. And in 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 um Dark Knight's Metal, no, not Dark Knight's Metal. In um, what is it? It's the Dark Multiverse comics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like the well, all of those are like weird because they're the Dark Multiverse. So like, none of it's what you exactly yes. want. It's like this Batman that's a Superman. No, that kills people and murders them. Mm. Right, but yeah, Dark I mean, Knight's Death Metal, or it's. Tales of the Dark Multiverse? Yeah, Tales of the Dark Multiverse. That's it. Tales of the Dark Multiverse. Whatever. Yeah, that. um, Dude, there's there's this really cool stuff that goes on with Duke Thomas. This was... What else was going on in my week? There's some really cool stuff that goes on with Duke Thomas. (laughs) And, and, dude, he, he... Oh my God! You gotta read that stuff, I'll, man. I'll look through. I'm, all I'm gonna say is, at the end of it, Duke Thomas gets a Batman costume, and it looks, God damn it! I have to look at right, it right I'm now. Have to find that out. I have to put it in. The, I have to put it in chat. Uh, Duke, I should have this. It's prepared. fine. Duke mm. Thomas, dark. No, yeah, dark multiverse. It's it's it's. You're talking about a guy, who, at this point in his in his life as a superhero mm-hmm. because of the events of death metal uh, with Barbados and everything, he's seen <laughs> multiple universes fall and he's jumped from universe to universe to save these universes, or at least mm-hmm. to, to try to find a way to end this death wave that's going across the dark multiverse that's destroying mm-hmm. these universes. And, um, like that kind of that kind of tale. Like this is the, essentially Duke Thomas's story, is the one story, as as far as I'm aware, of the dark multiverse. Mm-hmm. That, like Duke Thomas is the only one who like gets to be the hero. That's actually really cool. Like he is the hero of the dark multiverse, right? Is the best way for me to put it. And, and honestly, it's the only way for anyone to put it. He's the hero. Um, here it is. That yeah, there it is. Alright, is this the image? No, that's not it. There we go. Gotta see this. Feast your eyes on that. Yo, that bat suit is awesome. Wait a minute. That bat this suit. Cape. <laughs> Bro, do you like do you understand? You don't need Bruce Wayne. You don't need Bruce Wayne to have I'm I'm telling you. You guys don't want Bruce Wayne to have Dude, powers. That's that's, that's like whack. That, you know what that reminds me of? It, it's even more badass. It's it's like that. Uh, it, what's his name? Azriel or whatever. It's, yes. It's, it's that cover of the Batman. Oh yeah, Azriel. I showed you yeah. guys the Detective Comics where it's him holding the Batman holding the sword or him holding the sword. Batman's mm-hmm. in the flames. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, bro. Why can't we have a comic of that? I don't give a shit about Bruce Wayne. 
I don't care. I don't care about Bruce Wayne anymore. I don't care. I got one. I don't care. But let's get this for a few years, my Right? Like Duke Thomas is is honestly, bro. I'm trying. I want to play Duke Thomas, bro. Really emphasize. I want to play Duke Thomas. They emphasize the Dark Knight part of him in this costume. Yes, thank you. Because of it. This is a character Seriously, who has proven like... time and time again. Oh well, I'm not, I can't say time and time again. But he has proven capable of being able to use a lantern ring. He used Hal Jordan's ring. He used Hal Jordan's ring. Hal Jordan of Sector 2814. <laughs> Hal Jordan. This guy is the Green Lantern of Green Lantern, and he used this ring the first time with less effort than Bruce Wayne did. Bruh. Then other characters, because like there are other characters who uh, d- describe Bro. other her- uh, other heroes who describe themselves or who describe the effect or the experience of using a Green Lantern ring for the first time, like Flash, Green Arrow, um, like Batman. They just they they're like yo that that is tough, mm. that that even hurts. Green Arrow one time had to use it to save um to save man who was it? I think it was was it Flash? Green Arrow used it one time, and he describes it as hmm. painful because mm. it's not easy. That's why not everyone is a Green Lantern. This dude uses a Green Lantern ring, Hal Jordan's, to create a construct, and in, in their their first meeting, what he's holding in this photo, is an axe. That is infused with every lantern ring of the of, of the spectrum, <laughs> and it, if oh. it's played, it can it can it can the frequency hey. will. Dude, are you talking dude, about? Dude, I'm calling it now. Weapons, this bro. is they're setting up the death of Superboy Prime <laughs> with this. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like, so this funny. Is, <laughs> you had a Batman. You had a Batman and and Dark Knight's Metal, who is Bruce Wayne, who gets. Um, a Green Lantern ring, and he goes bad, and he calls himself mm-hmm. Dawnbreaker. In this universe, you have a, a a Duke Thomas character who is a metahuman. Even in Dark Knight's Metal or uh, uh, the Dark Multiverse, he is mm-hmm. still a metahuman. You have this metahuman character who is in the in the Bat family. Why don't you just call him Dawnbreaker now instead of the Signal? Stop calling him that. Call him Dawnbreaker. Give yeah, him the, 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 so cool, he's he's he literally comes out at dawn and is Batman yeah. during the day. He is Dawnbreaker. He breaks dawn and he and Batman switch at the bat signal. That's actually really cool. Literally, <laughs> like they switch. The he's got his me. own Jim Gordon. <laughs> right, you they switch at dawn, the bro. Like in, bro. this character. <laughs> Is a gold mine. You're the one that I want. Dude, they, he's they, like in his comic. Uh, oh my god! And what I also reread Batman and the Outsiders uh, th- this last this last week. I reread Batman and the Outsiders. Mm. Dude, Batman and the Outsiders. It's all about Duke Thomas and Black Lightning. No one can tell me anything. I actually was supposed to be reading that. I had anybody. Batman and the these. Outsiders was I really all about. Need to go read these. I like Duke Thomas a lot, and I haven't like. Duke you should check out Superman. We Are Robin He's first. Amazing. Check him out. Yes. No. Check out first. Read Batman Year One. You're right. No. Read uh, Batman Year Zero. Uh, zero Hold Year on, let Batman. Me, um, let me type these out. Why don't you tell me? 
read Zero Year Batman because that's when you get Duke Thomas yeah, originally introduced. In which he is just a kid who's, oh my, he just saves Batman. His family just that's saves Batman. Like, you, you have to get, and it's the, his parallel with Bruce Wayne is so beautiful. You have to get, you have to read that. Because you need to understand why this kid is in the in the Bat family in the first place. And then you get to We Are Robin. Because that's that's a coincidence. And then all these things happen, and Bruce Wayne's like, oh my god. There comes a point where Duke Thomas is like, yo, did you want me to be Batman? Or not to be Batman, to be your partner? Because you knew I had uh, metahuman powers? Did you know? Like, did you know? Did you know and not tell me all this time? That kind of stuff is juicy, bro. I do not care about Superman, about a black <laughs> Superman. I don't care. This I don't care about a black Superman. I don't care about Superman's son being Batman. When you've got the best of right both there. worlds already, <laughs> he's right here. What more can I say? He can see through time in the in the dark multiverse. He can see through time by wearing these goggles that he can see into the past, bro. Just because of of light, in in like like the goggles enhance his own abilities to do oh, yeah, that. That's actually kind of lit. That's actually super cool. Like, come on, bro. In this in this this comic, he's wearing. Um, the armor of one of the monitors. Oh. Like, bro, I don't care about... <laughs> a black Superman! <laughs> I don't care about a black Superman, dude. I don't care about Superman's son being Batman. That's stupid. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That's I don't agree with that. You've made a compelling argument. I want Papa Duke. <laughs> I want to see this guy who gets corrupted by Rachel Ghoul and gets shadow powers on top of his light powers and have to deal with, okay, my parents are insane because of the Joker. My partner, Batman, isn't telling me things. I have light powers. I have dark powers. I'm being torn between this this battle of who am I now, Bro. right? I um none of the bat family have powers but mm. I do. Alfred is dead. Yeah. Like <laughs> Bro, Dude. Why just... dude, like this character needs to be on the Justice League. <laughs> I just remember that in the you know the, the comic guess? I talk about all the time the 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 detective comics run by James Tinney the fourth he's in yes. there for I believe he's in there for a little bit but he's like I think he goes off to do other shit so I like never really got that part it was just more yeah, like the Bat family and it was really cool some point. And it just he's just there dude yeah. but man I need honestly to, I need to check I I don't know if DC I don't know dude, what they yeah what, I don't know what their name? problem uh, is with him I don't know what's his name that that wrote it's not Zack Snyder but it's another Snyder who wrote Scott Snyder years. Scott Snyder yes when he introduced Duke Thomas and he wrote him for the longest, he gave DC, he was like, here he is. Here is the next guy that you want mm. to focus on, right? Like, I'm, I'm hyping this character up because this character is perfect if he's written properly and if the writer actually mm. cares about him and right. isn't just trying to toss him to the side. He's so freaking cool, bro. This is the character DC needs, but I'm also worried, like, 
did DC make him OP already? No. Because it's already established he might be immortal. His blood, he he literally might be a god. To be fair, they did the same thing with Miles. Yes, but here's what I think like they could be going, right? We have a next we have another Superman who is a god and we're saying, yo, this is the this is the legacy of Clark Kent. This mm-hmm. and it could be his kid. You could say it's Jonathan. But it is now like definitively, and this is DC. You may hey holla at me because this if this isn't what you guys are trying to do or Scott Snyder if this isn't what you were trying to do, DC you need to holla at me so I can write this story. <laughs> He's like, Let me do this. <laughs> I need to do this, bro. You have you have a god. You have a story of the origins of Krypton. Okay, and in a way like yo, let's talk about the gods of Krypton. Let's pull the Bat family in here as well. You got Nightwing, who t- his name is 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 taking inspiration. Nightwing, Dick Grayson got that name from a story that Superman told him about a hero on Krypton mm. called Nightwing. Like like oh. there's there's myth and legend Did to not these characters. You didn't. The more you know, like that, and he, because he's his best friend. Like, Superman and Dick Grayson have such a tight relationship. That's a big-ass demon. Because. <laughs> oh, I gotta get a dude. picture of this thing walking for you guys. Oh, boy. Oh, Please do. Please do. <laughs> but, um, so you have this story of the this, this, these gods. And this is how you establish why Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are this trinity. You have Superman... This this god of hope, this this dragon god, bro. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Someone help this man. So you've got this dragon god or something like that, right? Like I want it to be a dragon because I love dragons. Dude, mm-hmm. what? I was looking at my phone, right, trying to get that fucking picture of Batman or Duke Thomas Batman to go away, and I look up, and that thing is running at me, and the music's going. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to die. <laughs> Booked. True fear. Oh, uh, let me get through this so I can stop talking and then you guys can talk about your weeks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we still got a um, This was going to so, be a long one, people. <laughs> right. This is this is what happens when I miss an episode. Oh, yeah, an episode, dude. I, I, over, the, over the course of the episode, I remember, oh, yeah, I was doing stuff and reading stuff. So have, have this legacy... This, this deity, this entity, this cosmic force, right? Why can Superman fight Darkseid? Let's give a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we know how powerful Darkseid's supposed to be. Why is Superman this, outside of Superman being the first superhero ever created, you know, the first comic book hero, why? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's give a reason. Why these three of all of them, this trinity, Let's give a reason outside of, oh, they're just the most popular in the, of, of, of DC because they've been around since mm. the beginning. She's the first, like, heroine of, yeah. of, you know, blah, 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 whatever. We don't need that, okay? Let's, let's, we're running out of stories. We're running out of ideas. Let's take it, a fir- like, a step further. So you got DC Future State? No, dude, DC Future State is lazy in comparison to what I'm about to drop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you have this god... These gods who through a legacy, through lineage, 
You've got Duke Tom, like Barbados. Why you? I don't care about Bruce Wayne being this guy that that is connected to this bat god or this this thing. All right, I, that it's cool. I love it actually. I, I, it's it's cool. But let's make it so that Bruce Wayne is a conduit for what is supposed to be coming, for what he is to find. Zack Snyder's Justice League is all about Bruce Wayne bringing the team together and, and him uniting because I swore on Superman's grave. No, you didn't, bro. No, you didn't. You guys just met. You're not friends. You tried to kill him 15 minutes before you were fighting with him. Okay? You guys were not friends. The DC Extended Universe is a lie. There's so many things that they're lying to me about, straight to my face. Like, you guys did not have that relationship. I, I, believe, I believe Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. I believe that. I do not believe Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent. I will not. I, there was no time allotted okay. for it. I, I, I won't, okay? So, you have this guy called Bruce Wayne who becomes this, this legend, this myth, this... this this nightmare of Gotham, this hero, Batman. You've got this guy, Clark Kent, becomes this this icon, this staple. Literally, in DC, he is the core of the universe, essentially. As long as he's alive, like things will go on. And then you've got Wonder Woman, this 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 being who literally You say you you Superman's truth and justice? Superman, truth and justice? No. You make Wonder Woman truth and justice. She literally has a lasso up that to her roof. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What are we doing here? You say Superman is the god of hope. Batman is the god of, of balance. And, like and, and Wonder Woman is the god of truth. <laughs> right? Mm. So Wonder Woman, her, her symbol, as, as we've seen, and as represented throughout her comic book, her, her inception, her, her history, she is the balance between the light and dark that is Superman. Don't have her be the balance, okay? You have her be a representative of the scales, almost. Superman is the light, Batman is the dark, she is the scales, okay? That's how it's been. She's been the middle. She's been the balance between the two. Mm-hmm. Hell, she she literally stands on a scale in Zack Snyder's yeah, Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Right, like that's 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 the first shot of her, literally. <laughs> so, have this have you you take these gods, you you bring them back, okay? You bring them back. So now you've got this Kryptonian god, or you can have him relate to Krypton for why the, the reason why Kryptonians, in the first <clears throat> place, can go in front of a yellow sun and do all the things that they do. Mm-hmm. Right, because because they came from this deity, bro, <laughs> and, and 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 this deity is all about Galactus. Hope. No, I'm right, <laughs> Galactus. I am Galactus, uh, dude. I whoever voices Galactus has got to have the whoever did him in an in Ultimate Alliance. That's what I want. That's what I want. But. <clears throat> You guys are not gonna like my idea of Galactus. See, I, I either want the really badass voice, or I imagine almost like a cheesy '80s, you know. I am not listening to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like the Galactus in the um, the Fantastic Four original yeah. uh, cartoon. Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. Um, so yeah, yeah, quickly. That's that's what I would do. I'd essentially have so Batman's ultimate, Bruce Wayne's ultimate journey is to find this guy, mm-hmm. find this kid, find Duke Thomas. And and 
Like Duke Tom, he says, I'm trying to do something different with you. I'm, I'm trying to do something new. I've had sidekicks. I've had sidekicks <laughs> at the wazoo. I want a partner this time, right? That you're, you're my partner, all right? Do something exactly. new. You have the next Wonder Woman be like, so Wonder Woman, I love her comic right now because she's mm. in Valhalla right mm-hmm. now. Oh shit! She's yeah, in Valhalla, she's like she's not, and so Valhalla. she's yes. So a lot of people are saying, "Aha, yes!" I hope that DC continues because of the end, like where she's, uh, like where she is now as far as her mm. status quo, per the end of mm. uh, Death Metal. Um. People want her to essentially travel throughout the world and encounter all these, yeah, these, these other like mythological to to parts next. of DC. Universe. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, people are like, all right, dude. She, all right, she, she's, she wakes up and she's in Valhalla and she's like, whoa. They're like, yo, yeah, dude, you're a warrior. You're, you're gonna come here. You died a warrior's death. You're gonna come here. And so things, you know, things are astray. Uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend you guys read that if mm-hmm. for for the fans. For the readers, the listeners, the the the, the, the gamers, all of you, like, go read, read that comic. <laughs> that's super cool. Uh, you know, like go, go read it, please. Go read Duke Thomas. Go read Batman and the Outsiders. Go read everything Duke Thomas related. Go read Robin Wars. I was gonna cause... say, what is the order? I got zero. Your Batman. So yeah, we got uh, zero year. Um, is it We Are Robin first or Robin? Around, no, it's We Are Robin first and then Robin War. It is We Are Robin and then Robin War and then you're gonna want to deal with uh, uh, Batman Rebirth. Mm-hmm. I'll find the issues for you and I'll send them directly to you. Batman Rebirth. And, that um, one I actually had originally. That, that's what I'm thinking of. Duke Thomas barely showed up in the other uh, in the Detective Comics, but in Rebirth he like actually yeah, started yeah, showing up. And I remember yeah. him and Bruce Wayne I think kicking mm-hmm. trees or something to train. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're also gonna want to get. Who? What is the name of that comic that came out before the first? Dark Knight. Uh, it is. It is. Are you thinking of Batman? Oh, like, the actual like side series that they had, or the Outriders one? Um, it was. It was the one that came out. It was, the one that came out before. Um, it was a Batman comic. It directly came before, the beginning of Death Metal. Hmm. But was it, uh, it was the one by uh, like illustrated by John Romita Jr. Was it? Uh no. Also no. Batman. No, 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 it's not. Also um Batman. what came back? Uh, is that a good no. one? No. All Star Superman is great. All Star Batman no. is not. No, wait. Maybe I'm thinking of All Star Batman. How the fuck did that I one's die? not good. Yeah, that one's not good. Gotcha. See I'm trying to I wanna get back into comics. I've taken such a long break, but you mm. know, I wanna know what to read. You know what I should do? I'm gonna just Google and and go to Yeah, alright. So the recommended reading for him, uh, as far as the DC fandom wiki, is Batman Endgame, We Are Robin, Robin War, and Batman and the yeah. Signal. Uh, I would still read Batman Rebirth, and he has an appearance outside of, yeah, Dark Days the casting. That's what it is. It's the gotcha, prelude. Okay. It is the prelude to, uh, to okay. Death Metal. I think I uh, had that. To Dark Knight's Metal, rather. Um, the very cover issue one is the joker batman hal jordan and duke thomas like that should let you know what you're in for and you want to also read mm, oh no i don't want to waste your time with filler 
Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That's it. And unfortunately, that's it because this character is is he is he doesn't have much. He doesn't have much. Like he. All right. So as my idea was, there would be that God of Hope that is the Superman. That would be Duke, who is the Dawnbreaker. He's he's not called Batman. He's Dawnbreaker, Uh, and he is he is the balance between light and dark, and. Um, you've got the Wonder Woman character who is the scales and she, you know, she upholds truth and et cetera, et cetera. And I obviously have to tweak it up a little bit just because, you know, I just went through how, how, how can Duke Thomas be the balance if, if Wonder Woman's supposed to be the scales and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. There, it would work. Look, I would I find it, a way. Trust me, I would find a way. Sense. So, like. <clears throat> right. Gotta have those scales. And, and, um... Then you just you just have a really cool story about gods, bro. And how, like the title. You have is a cool story about in gods. Ways. So it's not like inherently like. Yeah, man. So it's not like Duke Thomas becomes Batman. It's like no, Duke Thomas inherits the title of the the balance. Since yeah, and yeah, man. Um, Wonder Woman always has naturally like a follow up. Like it's whether it's uh, Wonder Girl or the new Wonder Woman. I keep forgetting her name. It's your something. It's, yes, yeah. I feel bad because um, I actually like her, but God, I always Yara, forget it. One, one, um, Yara, yeah. Yara, Yara yes. Floor. So, like, Yara, you can have Yara Floor or any of the other Wonder Woman, like, or Artemis. Artemis was always cool. Um, be, like, the natural follow-up to her, essentially. Mm. Superman kind mm. of is one of those people that can kind of take his own place, but obviously you can have his son mm. uh, take up his mantle. Mm-hmm. Or... <clears throat> Connor. Or Connor. I would love to have it be Connor, Connor, man. He's he he needs to come back in a new way. Like, but those would be the two that really just pick up Superman's role, if anything. Unless you're like Steel, yeah. but I don't think Steel can really Steel's cool, but like he's not holding the weight of like everyone else. He's just he's just not. He's cool. I like Steel, right. but like man, he's just not doing it, man. <laughs> he's just he's not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> or or if they wanted to do it, um, they could always introduce um, Valzad as well. That's another one. Let me. Yes, yes, they could. Let me correct myself. In in Dark uh, Dark Days, the casting, Hal Jordan makes a point to say that it's not his actual ring; it's just a duplicate ring. Oh. But it's going to be tough, and that's he's going to need to put all his will into it. And he still say, succeeds. Hal Jordan's ring is like Hal Jordan's yeah. ring is, is pure pure willpower. But all right, let me shut up. <laughs> I'm quiet for a while, boys. I'm 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 okay. shush. Um, we'll move on to my week. I also still gotta cut that part out from before mm. where we had the break, but it's fine. Um, yes. Basically, what I did, um, I checked out a, another podcast that I would actually recommend. It's called Ramblings. Um, mm. Cheating. On us. <laughs> Hey, look, we're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> we can we can suggest that other people listen to other things. You can listen to us and yeah, listen we're, to other we're, things, too. We're a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> we gotta, gotta spread the love. <laughs> of course. Is it, but Ramblings is really cool. What's, uh, is mm-hmm. Ramblings? Okay. Um, the best way to describe it is, whereas our podcast is more of a talk show about, like, these kind of things, mm-hmm. uh, like video games and stuff of that nature, Hers is more of a um, one-on-one conversation between, like, so it's it's mm. just her talking to you through, like, I guess the soothing of her voice and everything about 
a bunch of stuff. Um, it is called Randomly by default, but she talks about video games and shows and things of that nature. So if you like what we do, but want it on a smaller scale, you can check her out as well. Um, mm-hmm. She yeah. also... Where could I see her at or uh, mm-hmm. listen to her? I get it. I get... Where could I She's listen to her? She's on Spotify. You can check her out. Mm-hmm. Spotify, okay. Um, the other thing about it is that she also has... Um, this very dealing with mental health. So I feel like if you're very into uh, say, psychology, and also if you just mm-hmm. are someone that has gone through depression or is depressed or something of that nature, you can kind of find like a friend in her by listening to her. It's just it's it's a really oh, yeah, cool yeah, one. Yeah. I would actually like highly recommend going to check it out. I was just enjoying it. There's not many episodes. She also okay gotta mention this. She also does this thing. I really really wanted to do i think it's super cool like i originally wanted to do it when i was editing our podcast but i i'm debating on where you know what i'll do i'll probably do it later but what she does is um she takes um music and interlays it in the background of while she's talking so it's very like these low tones this very low to like chill um lo-fi music Mm. happening in the background while she talks Mm. and I thought about doing it when I was editing, and I think what I'll do is I'll probably go back and do the .5 episodes. Whenever we do a .5 episode, um, because of how it usually will just be kind of us talking inherently, but it's not like us mm-hmm. interacting with each other, I'll put our theme in the background, or like another song or something mm-hmm. like that, but I'll put it like our, our uh, initial theme song just in the background because I, I thought about it when I was originally editing and decided against it because I'm like it might be too much going on you got three of us talking and you got the music in the back and everything and I'm like yeah but I think that if it's for like those point fives, I think I'll I think I'll take this idea a little bit from her because I, I wanted to and it's really cool I like how she did it because it's, it's really it's, it's a vibe it's a vibe <laughs> mm-hmm. but um that is rambling like obviously the idea is that it is called rambling, so she kind of goes off on tangents and stuff like that. But, I mean, you listen to right. us, we go off on tangents. We just did it not too long ago. Yeah. So I don't think you'll have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I love a good rant. It's like, we love to rant. She goes on tangents. <laughs> we have, <laughs> Technically, there is a difference. <laughs> I love that as well. <laughs> Rants fueled by pure passion and anger. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. That. Well, I love me some rambling. I love me some tangents. I love me some rants. I love me nice. some all of it. Rambling man. But it's a, it's a cool one. Um, go check her out. She's like I said, she's over on Spotify. I'd have to check to see if she's on iTunes. I'm not sure. I can't confirm that. But I know for a fact she's on Spotify. Mm. So, go check her out. Um, the other thing I played was this game called. <laughs> I gotta say this specifically, fights in tight spaces. Yes. What? Fights in tight spaces. So, okay. here's the deal. Um, if you've ever seen Old Boy or Daredevil or <laughs> or The Punisher, or okay. we'll just go down the list of any time okay. we have a hallway scene. <laughs> Copy that. Or a fight in a bathroom. Yeah. Or a fight in anything that involves a small room with multiple people. That is what this game is. But it's a strategy game. <laughs> it is a strategy card game. Hmm. So the idea is is that um you are dropped in as your playable character. It also has a really cool aesthetic. The aesthetic is like uh it's like white out 
and it's minimalist so it's like you get to see um like dark clothes like shadows of people's clothing and everything like that and there's just a little bit of detail so like right. if they're wearing white you can see the white on them and everything like that it's very it's very clean looking aesthetic um enemies are all done in red you can you can see like the glasses that they have on and everything like everything is done in this really interesting art style that's like very it's clean man I would love to see more games use it this is it's just cool let's mention a character's wearing a suit mm-hmm. it's dope <laughs> <laughs> but um the deal is is that you essentially are playing out one of those scenes in a room where you have cards that determine the moves you can use at a given point and you can move around the map it's almost like XCOM almost except you are one person in tight space and there are several people around you they'll give you lines for if someone's going to shoot you and where it's going and things of mm-hmm. that nature and you're on a grid and you use the cards to your advantage to like move around people and put them in the way of bullets and push a guy and like so that like he hits another guy and he crashes over or you can kick him off a ledge and he mm-hmm. flies over that side or take a dude's head slam it into like a like a toilet that's nearby just be like Pah! and it's just it's a bunch of real like just really cool action bits happening as a mm. strategy card game and it's just like ah this oh. is kind of clean like it's just it's really nice that sounds pretty interesting <laughs> uh, I would definitely give it a shot um fights in tight spaces yes fights in tight spaces um fights in tight spaces it's in early access though so it's not officially released so but fortunately Unfortunately, you can't find it anywhere but PC right now. I know. Oh, I know that hurts. <laughs> me and my lack. Trey, you got to get a PC. I know, man. But it is an early access. Right so when it gets Curse fully released, luck, you might dude. actually be able to grab, like, jump onto this. But yeah, Andre, you would like this. Cause a card game fight mm-hmm. system. You get to see all the moves you do and everything. And you get a replay. So when you reach the end, if you guys have ever played Super Hot, it's kind of like that. Where... Mm. You reach the end and you can press play oh. and you replay. You reenact the the entire fight with cinematic, like cut-ins and things like that, of you like dodging out of the way of people and grabbing them and moving them in the way of stuff and like throwing things at them and mm-hmm. pushing people out of the way so you can move around. Like it's really cool. <laughs> Fights in tight spaces though. Mm-hmm. Wow, man, I've never seen anything like this before. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, this is a cool one. Uh that's yeah. This is this is very interesting. I'm gonna cross the Snyder cut off my list because we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um, did. But the other thing oh, I would mention is I've been listening to a lot of Japanese trap. No specific thing to give you guys this time. It was kind of like a mixed bag of just random Japanese, Japanese trap, trap that I've just been playing on in the background of my Japanese trap. That's so like. But it, it's it's so just nice. No, no, no. It's more like um. I guess you really can't call it samurai trap, but it's more like that. And it's just I feel been, that. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. It's just been that playing on. Dude, uh, yeah. Uh, hey. If uh, imagine me, samurai champ load, I'm probably great. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So I don't have any like specific recommendations on that one, but I'm just gonna say, hey, yo, go look up Japanese trap, and go listen to that. It's just real Gosh. nice. It's clean. It's just fun to just vibe gotcha. to, if you, especially if you're just doing things in your room. Um, and another thing I got to add to my list today is, uh, watch the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. is that out? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm glad I know yes, that's, that's out. Yes, that's out okay. now. <laughs> How is it? It is, Ooh. um, it is honestly 
pretty good so far. This is the one I was honestly the most excited for. Mm. WandaVision mm. just happened to be really good. Mm. <laughs> but this mm. was the one I was like, yes, I want to see. I want to see Bucky. Do I still need to watch the Winter Soldier movie to understand um, what's going on? No, you've seen the rest, so I think you're good. <laughs> but you should probably just go watch that. And actually, maybe. No, I mean, it's you know the character of the Winter Soldier, right? Like, you just know what his deal is. Yeah, yeah, y'all have told me everything, and it's been okay. so long now. Well, that's what I was going to say. As long as you know what his deal is, you should be good. Because I was about to say, I don't know for a second, because I just remembered something. You would still enjoy the Winter yeah, Soldier. Dear God. I don't know why you just refused to like not listen to us on this one. It's not that I refuse. I just don't want to watch, watch it. You, know? you would actually enjoy it the most. <laughs> I really don't want to die here. But, um... I, um, I think I think you would lose nothing like by not watching it, but you gain nothing but gain by watching. <laughs> you do nothing but gotcha. gain by watching. I'm gonna stop but um, Falcon Winter is dope. It's really cool. They yeah. in the first fight scene with Falcon, they actually do some of the stuff that I kind of wanted to see him do, which is. Yo, I want to see that man use his wings and fight people. Like, for real, for real. Like, I don't want to see mm-hmm. him get jobbed mm-hmm. out like he usually does, or he's just always just flying around. He's like, well, there he goes, flying. He's like, I guess that's, that is what he do. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted to see him actually, like, yeah. get in a fight. And it's like, how does how does Sam hold himself up against people that are, I mean, obviously not Thanos. That's fair. I mean, no one's holding mm-hmm. themselves up against Thanos. Not really. <laughs> and before someone says Captain Marvel, she does not. <laughs> She does not. <laughs> no. That movie's She's a so lie. Powerful. <laughs> no. That movie that movie has tricked and betrayed <laughs> you. You 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 Captain Marvel fans who know no better. I don't care, man. I, I now, hate Spectre, that now if we were talking that about Spectre, no. that's another person that actually could do it, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> if we're talking about Spectrum, that's that's the real Captain Marvel that can actually hold it where it gets Thanos, but we're not getting into that. Oh my god. What is the actress's name that, that plays Monica Rambeau in that show? Ma'am, ma'am, if you are seeing this, all I'm saying is, uh, I do. <laughs> Just I do. I, I. That's did. all I'm going to say, bro. Yeah, that is a, that's a beautiful woman. Um, That's a beautiful woman. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful woman. But uh, yeah, it's kind of dope. I'm actually kind of surprised because the first episode does not involve them teaming up at all. It is actually very much set up, which is fair. But uh, it mm. is just, it is taking time to just look in on two characters that we just, one thing I just realized, like it really pointed out to me is like, yo, um, we really never talked about anything about Falcon's like backstory like we we never talked about where he came thank from. you we never talked about anything and i'm like okay yo falcon was yes. just there <laughs> and we get to talk about that in this and we also get to talk about how bucky's doing because let's be real that man has to readjust to the yo. world <laughs> in more ways right, than one like, again <laughs> in more ways than one in more ways than most of the team bro i need you to think about this oh, this man God. was like he had he was frozen in and out multiple times right throughout so he so, multiple he, so he had the whole thing with he had the whole <laughs> problem of being a fish out of water already with uh like oh, like captain america God. does but then just mm. to add on to that infinity war happened 
Infinity War happened. He's one of the people that got in in a world where <laughs> he's so disenfranchised already. <laughs> he was by far one of the people that got faded away. <laughs> and it's like, oh, 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 so you lost another five years, I see. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it's like, it's, it's this, who, does this guy even know? Does he have any stability yet? Because we have not yet gotten a chance to see him gain no. stability, just, bro. It's the first episode. The honest truth is, no. They, there's a scene oh, where they point out and they're like, yo, who are the people you trust? And, he's like, <clears throat> and she's like, uh, don't worry about it. I got plenty of people. I was like, sure, give me your phone. Like, they literally call him out and he's like, give me your phone. He was like, okay, you have less than 10 people in here as contacts and you're ignoring the text messages from Sam specifically. <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got, you, you, you got, got a lot going on here, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, you <laughs> got a lot, man. Got a lot of work to do. I was like, dang, man. Mm. But there's a really funny scene in there with Winter Soldier. And a surprise. Okay, so here's the deal. Andre, you can catch him. Uh, Paul, this will go completely over your head because you you never watch Winter Soldier, so it's fine. But Andre, you tend to be an eagle-eyed mm. person. And you remember stuff from different movies. Um, Someone makes an appearance mm. again in here. And I'm like, all right. You do exist in the MCU. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then he vanishes again. And it. No! Wait, he vanishes. vanishes. Again. Don't worry about it. It's fine. He vanishes again, which then lets me know okay, you're still alive. Cool. We get to see you appear more. <laughs> right. Hmm. I was like, I'll just let you try to figure that out. Until I'm trying you to watch I'm that trying, episode. Right. <laughs> You said, in, all right, this is a character from the Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, which probably narrows it down way more than it okay. should have already. Right, right, right. <laughs> but appears okay. and then vanishes okay. again, and I'm like, can't wait to see you again. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yes. But, all right, I'm glad for this. Okay. But me, <laughs> I think I know who it is. I think that, right. that actually does it for my week. So, Paul, let's get to you. Okay. In the game you were... So gracefully playing this entire time while we were talking. It's time yeah. for your week. It's talk, yeah. talk. Okay, so my week is comprised of how many pieces here? Um, we'll call it. We'll call it four. All right. So no. Shit. I'll just start. Okay. So first off, uh, Skyrim modded. Fixed it up, special edition. Bada bing, bada boom. People go and do that. You can make the game look like it came out this year, and I highly recommend it. It's great. So that's the first bit. Second bit. Uh, this is where the meat and potatoes comes in. So I was kind of looking around at games, and you know, uh, I found this game called Hellpoint. I've seen it for a while now, and it's like a sci-fi neo occultism uh, art style is what they described mm. it as, or something mm. like that. And it's a Dark Souls ish game, right? It's like a Soulsborne mm-hmm. game. And so I bought it for I got it for seven bucks on G2A, and dude, it it nails it. It feels and uh, Dre was here; he can tell you. Uh, mm. It feels like Dark Souls. It moves and controls, and you free roam the world like Dark Souls. It's just in that newer setting. And because it's like, um, you know, it's not like old-timey castles and a little bit lower budget, you can get lost a little bit more. But it is very interconnected, just like Dark Souls. And it really fucking nails it, man. Like It does. You know, a lot of these games, it kind of, you're like, oh, it's like Dark Souls. But it's like, it's got differences. This game was like they 
copied and pasted it, but made it their own thing, and it's really cool. Like I just picked up, uh, it was called the, I think the, the, oh god, what's it called? Like some kind of gun, but it's like it uses your magic and it shoots a fucking laser <laughs> at the enemies, right? And I was like, oh, that would be a cool magic build. All right. Uh, and then there's like an axe that you can throw that teleports, and like Definitely. there's cool little things like that. And, like, so there's also, like, a radial thing. So, like, there's, like, a clock that ticks in the game, right? And when it hits the sides, uh, like, it glows red. I think it's, it spawns, like, a crazy powerful demon that goes after you. I could be wrong. And I'm fighting them in the area I'm in now, so I'm, I'm not sure. But whenever it goes to the top or whenever, like, there's, like, a circle on the, uh, on the clock, whenever the clock hits in the circle for the duration that it's moving around with it, the enemies are stronger, but they drop more loot. And so it's got a little bit more dynamic bits to it than uh, base, I guess, Dark Souls, even though base Dark Souls is bigger and better, but they had more budget, you know. But anyways, yeah, so uh, to anybody that listens to this, if you're like, hey, I love Soulsborne games and I'm tired of waiting on Elden Ring, go check out Hellpoint. It's, uh, <laughs> have you checked out nice The Surge, game. by the way? Or The Surge 2 specifically? I have been meaning to for a while, and I also haven't because I saw people playing it and it looked like it was. I mean, it angry. do be Dark Souls. <laughs> Granted, so does Dark Souls. Do be Dark Souls. <laughs> My brother played it um, for. He played. I watched him play it rather for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it looks it cool. Is. Wait, wait, wait. It looked like no. slower, choppier Dark Souls. Hold on. Am I thinking of the Maybe right game? Oh yes, yeah, the yes, too. yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't played it. I want to play it. It looks you cool, cannot play that, man. It looks cool <laughs> to me, but I know, I know, I know, yeah. I can't because I like I how I suggested Hellpoint to you, and I realized I should not have. But, <laughs> but nah, it looks so cool, it, yeah. man. Like, Bro, like you you're fighting with wrenches and like, gears and. You like, chop dude, off people, body parts to get certain yeah. armor pieces. Right. Oh, and then Let um, me show you guys a like picture the, of the slowdown point. mechanic, so you can understand the classic like mechanic, the occultist art style. Yeah. It's, I've it's definitely seen man, it. Man, Hellpoint is uh. It's, oh, you've seen it. It's man. What's what the way I describe it? It's man. gothic, but it's it's uh, tech. Yes. It has a very. Yeah. Here we go. Like, like you mentioned, a cultish feel while still being very like neon. Yeah, like, not exactly cyberpunk, yeah. but like and Sahara bro, I love that. That type that screams to me. Really cool. Here we go. That's I'm just sending the pictures here. Yes. Yeah, man. Look at this, bro. Or that one picture, anyways. But yeah, like, I just I'm so happy that I found this, man. Because I was like, I. I don't know what it was. It just popped up on my feed on the PS4 Ooh. once upon a time. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, you yeah. Know? Dope. And then finally I got, I own it. And man, it's, it nails that Dark Souls feel of like, you just don't really know what's going on, but you're going to find out as you keep going. And, <laughs> I have no idea what's mm-hmm. happening, but I'm definitely going to find out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really good. And, uh, I, so far I will say the bosses are not as hard as Dark Souls. Uh, but that's not too bad, and the world's not as hard as it either. But you know, for a budget company, they've nailed it. But uh, so on to the next bit, right? So the the next piece of uh, my week was actually I, I bought both a Jordan Peterson's uh, the Twelve Rules for Life book, and then Beyond Order Twelve More Rules for Life, right? And the first one is Twelve Rules for Life: An Antidote to Chaos, and I haven't read it all obviously yet. 
But, uh, bro, the first rule is to stand tall. Stand up tall and straight with your shoulders back like a lobster. And you're like, what does that mean? Well, when lobsters fight, right, uh, it, it's it's much like human beings. Whenever a lobster, like, they go to fight, they kind of, like, assess each other. Then they'll go and they'll lock claws and flip one another over. But then the third bit is where there's actual damage done. And most of the time, they don't reach that point. But whoever wins, you know, their brains load with serotonin. Whoever loses, they get loaded with uh, whatever the, uh, uh, the opposite one is. I can't remember. Um... But it's just like us in real life. It's like a lot of us that have been bullied and whatnot, you know, we've been shut down and this, that, and the other, and we repress things. And so our brains, uh, like deep in the primal level, tell us that we are lower on the scale, we'll call it one to ten, you know, of uh, of like social hierarchy and standing. So those at the bottom are more than likely going to suffer. Those at the top, you know, are going to live long, healthy lives because of the serotonin. Um, mm. And then I guess it ties into testosterone and whatnot. But that whole first chapter is about how in life, not only do you need to stand up tall and firm, no matter what the circumstance, and you need to kind of like chase, not chase, like achieve victories and things and push for those victories and those, you know, del- and learn delayed gratification. But the whole thing, like that whole first fucking rule, it goes into the deep psychology and physiology and whatnot of serotonin and winning at things so it's like if you could do little things here and there to win and keep building yourself up you're set so mm. keep doing it and that's the, that's rule one bro i'm not even done with the mm-hmm. chapter mm. like and it explained anger it was like this one hit me it was talking about like resentment and it's like the people that get uh, angriest and blow up are oftentimes people that don't want to hurt others they're kind-hearted people but they hold it in and resent in themselves those negative emotions and angers that make them like other people or things that they don't want to be and then you know um when they do that it hurts them they like hurt themselves mentally and then it's like uh soldiers who go and get ptsd right the reason they get so, like so impacted is because they sat there their whole lives believing and being trained and taught that the enemy was the only ones capable of doing these horrible things until they're in the situation where it's their own hands and they're kind of having that out-of-body experience right mm-hmm. and it goes into like how parents that are resentful this that and the other you know are the reasons for this that and the other and man i was sitting there reading and it just everything clicked i went back to work right and like i don't know what it was i just was calm like nothing bothered me i realized nothing fucking mattered i even realized for me like i don't mind saying this like my whole thing with dating and stuff is because uh he talks about like you know you do something bad your brain attributes that uh you know that experience to something bad so for me i've had bad experiences with shitty women and with my mother and my grandmother and shit in my life right and I'm not saying my mom is shitty. She's gotten a lot better, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so all of that attributed makes me, in my brain, my brain tells me, yo, don't talk to women because they're going to hurt you. And while that's kind of true, let's be honest, you know. <laughs> you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally, it's like any anybody that, yeah, <laughs> you guys know. But uh, anybody that has those experiences or with anything that pulls away and you're fearful, it's literally the, the only way to beat it is to get out, get out there and do it and change your brain chemistry and to, like realizing it's not going to hurt you and it, it goes into anxiety attacks all oh, this is the first chapter i'm not even what page am i on he has so eloquently explained a word of this in uh, 25 pages all right like that's this is an intelligent guy you know mm-hmm. and it has just it's taught me so much about myself bro and like how like like just whenever like, we do these subconscious things here and there. You know, people will, like, bow down to others. Bro, if you just stand... Or, like, it even talks about eye contact. Like, a problem with uh, me is, like, I always got shut down, yelled at for this, that, and the other, and bullied. And so it talks about how, like, when you grow up, you can't 
quite make eye contact with people because it reminds you of those stare downs of like the the hierarchy and who's the alpha or not. And so you can't really mm-hmm. do it with people, bro. I've trained myself to be able to hold eye contact with people, right? Like that was that, that's that overcoming shit, man. It's just, like I know I'm talking to circles here, but you see what I'm saying? Like this is a life changing book. I, I strongly recommend it to anybody that is like, hey, I have some issues with myself. I would very much like to fix, bro. Go mm-hmm. get this book, and I imagine his second one, Beyond Order: Twelve More Rules for Life, is uh, is that. And this is a free endorsement, Jordan Peterson. So if you watch this, you're like, you know, I, I think I want to support these gentlemen in their in their podcast. You could. Uh, <laughs> Write me a fat check for 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> or not. It's all right. I was, I was making his man. voice there. Sounds like a, a truly, a truly, a truly Think about brilliant man. Think 25 pages, uh, Canadian, bro. Let me, I'm going to read off his credentials. Uh, Jordan Peterson yeah. is a, uh, a Canadian professor of psychology at the University of Toronto, a clinical psychologist, and this is Wikipedia, and the article mm-hmm. says YouTube personality. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't boil it down to YouTube personality. <laughs> he he shares his knowledge and his wisdom mm-hmm. on YouTube. Uh, he's very very. I shouldn't even say very controversial. He's controversial because in this day and age, the things that he says, while Our reality, they, while while yeah, they while they make sense to me and they're logical and they I understand them entirely. I know exactly what he's saying. However, mm-hmm. we exist in a time where uh, things aren't man. so simple. The yeah. dialogue, the yeah. discourse is just not, it's, you know, and so it's easy to condemn a man um, for his opinions, his educated or not opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And Jordan Peterson, I think, is one of those men who, I, 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 I don't care, I don't care who said he said what. Mm. Uh, unless I watched him say that thing and listened to him say that thing, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe that he said that thing. Um, I'll take it with a grain of salt at the very least, because yeah. it, it, it is it is the nature of ignorance to attack knowledge. And this is a smart man, and the the debates that he has with people and that he has had with people in the past, mm-hmm. rather, it it's just it, they're tough to listen to and they're they're tough to watch because it's just stupidity. Going up against someone who is not stupid, and that stupidity having the nerve to to be loud and to argue. Uh, I yeah. shouldn't say stupidity because that's 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 not talking well of a person. That I, I want to respect everyone's intelligence, but I just I've never seen this man talk with someone in a debate when the person was put it like this. He has said some very. Some very thoughtful things on gender identity and expression mm. and discrimination. And and no way does he endorse discrimination of any kind. Mm. Right. However, his views and his 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 logic on the current state of affairs um, within the minds of people of this of this world now. It's hard to argue against someone who is politically correct yeah mm. i would uh, say that. about identity politics and and, and gender identity mm. um but this man he has done it and that's what drew me to uh him initially mm-hmm. uh just the way he was able to stay in those debates and mm. keep his composure and 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 maintain his his ethics and and he had no point was wasn't able to articulate the 
thoughts in his head. And they were all very, very, very smart things. Mm. And I, I feel like I'm doing, I'm trying not to do him a disservice. And I'm also trying not to say, you know, I'm trying not to get flagged uh, uh, amidst will. cancel culture. But I think the cancel culture army, that is. Because yeah. I, I do consider myself an ally, but I'm also very You're reasonable. When I, I say ally, fair. like I, I mean, you know, and a, a lot of people like to discredit Jordan Peterson because of what I'm bringing up. I guess that's why I'm trying to bring this up in the first place. Why, why I'm buttering all this with, with this uh, his debates on gender identity because a lot of people nowadays. Ah, I keep saying all this. A lot of people, people as of late. Or uh, as of those debates, which can be found on YouTube, they like to attach this this stigma or this this notion that Jordan Peterson is uh, he's what's the term? What's he's he's intolerant yeah. and and whatnot. And I just don't want Paul to recommend this incredible book, both of them, to hmm. uh, I'm sure equally intelligent people, and then for the sake of fitting in with the crowd and not wanting to seem like they're allying themselves with any bad guy. You know, they don't read the book and miss out on something that's profound. Mm. My take on it is this, man. It's not going to be as buttered up as yours. Mine, I'm an asshole, all right? (laughs) Put put it this way. And this isn't going to get us flagged. Don't worry. It's this. Look, guys, there's different opinions on everything, all right? If you think Mm. somebody is something without looking into it first, you're not actually doing yourself a service. This book, all it is, he's a clinical psychologist. What he discusses purely goes into the psychology of things. Very intelligent man. I think anybody that even disagrees with him could agree once you, like, just 25 pages, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. 25 fucking pages you know he just he just is a brilliant person because mm-hmm. he's put in the work so mm-hmm. i don't know i, I think uh I, I like what you're saying i agree with it but also i think that people seriously i, I don't like i ah, fuck it I, mean, I can't bring this into the into the podcast never mind i just don't trust people's uh, now i, I guess right. nowadays i what don't I, trust that people aren't what i, I know will, that you and i are capable of right saying all right, right. i'm gonna go read this yeah. person because i i mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna do my own investigation yeah. i don't what, trust what i will say people's is ability to do that anything nowadays. that i bring up on here on the podcast anybody that listens if you are like oh my god what are you doing listening or reading that right. never take it in the part that i am this uh, negative attribute of them i just like to read a lot of different books i read uh, biographies i read self-help books I read business books. I read uh, fantasy, mm-hmm. sci-fi. I read one of everything, man. I, I will read, read everything. Just, I will and read anything. Destroy books. Exactly. And so, anything like right now, everything. I didn't realize that my book list I, I have minimum 10 minutes a day with each book, right? And that sounds like nothing until you like stack it up and you have had a dopamine surge of Instagram <laughs> and whatnot and you cut it out of your phone. But anyways, I read, uh, I'm, I'm on nine books right now if you include the Bible and the study. Like, mm. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Mm. But... Yeah, I, I think that reading is so important, no matter what it is. But yeah, yeah. that's there we go. Fun to mention. But I got one more point after this. Uh, mm-hmm. But to finish this up, he also points out, and this I hope helps you guys. This helps. It's going to help me immensely. And I hope it helps people. He's like whenever he talks to people in his clinical uh, his clinical studies, you know, uh, when they're uh, talking about their depressed and stuff, he immediately asks them what they're. Uh, routine is and it's actually very good as a human being to develop good routines and he's like literally like if you want to cut out most of your anxiety most of your stress this that, and the other start getting a routine sleep cycle even if you accidentally like keep going to bed late but you get up at the same time and mm-hmm. then you break that fast with a high fat high carb diet uh you know no sugars none of that shit 
like that's the best thing for your body and it will eliminate essentially a lot of the stuff and re um i don't not rehabituate what, what am i trying to say like reset everything essentially mm-hmm. so your inhibitors and everything in your brain are like firing on all cylinders where they're supposed to like it's amazing stuff man and barring what anybody thinks about jordan peterson and things he said i think if anything people should read just that first rule and learn about the psychology of uh of the hierarchy in our minds um and how we react as humans and how we should always strive for victory and serotonin. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on from that, uh, the final thing is uh, I'm going to talk about Malazan. I feel like it's going to be a weekly thing, <laughs> every hundred pages I read. So I'm going to just briefly sum this up, right? So if it wasn't already, I've talked about, you know, the first episode I talked about it, it was like, oh man, there's like big war. Okay, so yeah, so there's the war <laughs> with the Malazan armies taking over and there's the interpolitics of that and people going against each other. Then you have the gods meddling with everything. Then you have the last free city of Darugistan, right? Trying to uh, <laughs> trying to go against Malazan by allying with Anamanda Rake, who is allied with Caladan Brute, who are actually quietly trying to fucking kill each other. Then there's the <laughs> great ravens that they're with who watch over everything and they're getting killed by this psychopathic dude who turned himself into a puppet so he could survive through black ancient magic, right? And uh, so if it wasn't all of this, now there's like uh, the, the Talanamas warrior, uh, his, he goes by Tool, I can't remember his full name, I got it typed out somewhere, but he, uh, he he's talking to this chick who's an adjunct to the empress, right? Who, uh, an adjunct is like the, kind of like the hand of the king or like one of the mm. close warriors and shit. Um, she's like, wait, there's more of you? He lists like the Kroll Tenemas and Talanamas and then his kind and she goes like what are they and he goes they come so you have an army of 19,000 awakened undead warriors who can just dive into the fucking ground essentially and attack you from underground freely right you have 19,000 of them coming okay this is book one there's 10 books when I started reading this I thought for sure I knew where it was going I have no idea I've never read a book that so readily throws you into the middle of the story or rather the end game of a, an original book that came before it, right? And just doesn't hold your hand, but it's so impeccably written that like everything happens, you don't ever question it. You just believe it, you think about it, you grasp it, you grasp the culture like it's real, and then you just go in this world. Like it, it's a fucking, excuse my language, I should probably clean it up for the stream, but it, it's, it's a phenomenal experience. And I can understand why people like recommend, or like there's this joke that people that recommend Malazan, you know, they laugh nervously before telling people to get into it or that they uh, they always recommend the first two to three books before you truly get into it. It's because like the first three books set up everything apparently and then it just goes from there. Mm. And it, it's so, it's so, it's so big, man. But it's so good. I cannot recommend it enough as a book. But uh, uh, that is my week. I hope everybody enjoyed. It was lovely. <laughs> it was. Thank you. But uh, officially, we will be moving on to the news now. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I'd be so angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just to st- like really pretty much give the kicker off for this one, um, the Game Dev Direct happened this week. So just to let everyone know, um, I went through and curated a bunch of the more interesting games um, that were there, and there were a lot of them. <laughs> so we decided to kind of just go through and see which ones we thought were more interesting um and we're just going to talk mm. about those real quick uh but the other thing is, is that i will have the full list of i guess the curated games that we had and i'll post them onto our twitter and then description so you guys can check them out also last week we talked about mm. some of them as well there just happened to be a couple that we mentioned like tuche and um 
me see. I think we mentioned Tuche, uh, which was like a cool roguelike beat em up, and a couple other ones. But well, like it's already in the description. You guys will know about it. But Tuche was cool. But uh, moving from there, uh, what were some of the games? I got them start here though. What were some of the games that you guys enjoyed though from that? We'll just go via that way. If you guys remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Windjammers 2 was definitely one of them for me. I, I am excited uh, for Windjammers 2. I, and, I, dude, honestly, there's there's not much I can say about it besides it, Ultimate Frisbee taken to the ultimate of Ultimate exactly. Frisbee? It's got supers and everything, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, there, there are supers. You're, uh, there's a... Ladies and gentlemen... If you like if you like Scott Pilgrim, I think you would like this because that's the that's the feel it gave me and I'm a Scott Pilgrim I, I can't call myself a fan because I haven't absorbed enough Scott Pilgrim in my mind to call myself a fan, but I do very much so enjoy oh, no, it's Scott fine. Pilgrim. I'm definitely a fan. I just need to get the rest of the um, books. And it gives it gives me <laughs> I feel you. It gives me that vibe, dude. I, I dude Scott Pilgrim uh who uh, man, what's the name of the guy who oh, writes? I have it right here. Brian Leo uh, Malley. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, I just want to give him a shout out and say thank you for thank writing goodness. that comic or that story. Can I call it a comic? Is, is it <laughs> yeah, it's a comic. It just this, yeah. Like thank you for writing that because that is that is the retro vibe. That is the king of of retro vibe in, in comics, as far as I'm concerned. At least as far as I'm aware. If there's anything else that people would consider quintessential that I could absorb. I'd definitely love to, but Windjammer has definitely reminded me of that, that, that retro, cool, but it's, it's, it's ultimate frisbee with supers, <laughs> uh, and mm. that's just, I mean, that's, what else do you that's want? That's all you that's, need for Windjammer. <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> <laughs> right. What else? Yeah, man. Uh, and Tandem, that yeah, was, that was a cool one. I love the, I love the, um, the aspect or not the what is that is that the right term like the for perspective it? not the aspect mm. but the um the perspective yes the perspective it goes that that platform to a an, or an overhead that's a that's a, a 3d still yes you know like that's cool man but the the best way to describe that <laughs> to to help out the such fans a basic real quick, thought, but you in tandem you are playing as two characters and one is a light source on the bottom of the screen, the actual like top down view, moving about and changing the light source of it, while you are also switching between another character who is playing in a 2D platforming style area. And mm-hmm. because of the light source itself, that, it yeah. changes the platforming elements mm-hmm. around it. It's a really weird mm-hmm. way of doing it because the perspective on how you're switching the two is really different like i've never actually seen anything really do this to switch between like top down and like mm-hmm. a 2d perspective except for like near but like near is all about you know playing from one and going to the other as opposed to just swapping yeah. back and forth between the two perspectives so it, it's and the swapping is it's not jarring mm-hmm. at all it's you do it frequently but it's not at least as far as this trailer i'm Actually, I can't even say the trailer shows that it's, you're doing it frequently. But even if you were doing it frequently, I think you would want to because 
the game is so pretty to look at. Um, the art style changes when you fr- uh, switch between characters, between uh, the teddy bear and the yes. little girl main character mm-hmm. who's who you're going to be playing. And if you're an Alice in Wonderland fan as I am, and I'm a, I'm a big Alice in Wonderland, I, I love that shit. If you are like I am, I mean, you're, you're literally playing a teddy bear and uh, a small girl. Like, she, she's in a blue dress. She looks like Alice. Yes. Uh, at least to me, she does. I, the, the, the landscape. <laughs> it's, it's Alice in Wonderland to me. Um, but in such a cool... Um, you're even thrown in at parts that, <laughs> that have this, this small girl standing next to what what are these giant cubes of gelatin and and a, a cookbook that's twice yeah. her size like it's like this it's it's very Alice cool. in Wonderland it's like esque visual going on it scream it's it's it screams uh, drink me bite me or uh, eat me you know that mm-hmm. the cake oh, and, yeah. the, and the whatnot that would uh, alter her size and I just love that dude <laughs> that I love being able to go in that. Uh, that sort of world in my mind, even though it's it's definitely not Alice in Wonderland, it is its own thing, and gratefully so. But I can feel the inspiration off of it. Uh, so if you're a fan of that, you may love that. I, in fact, I'm gonna go so far as to say that you will love this. And what about you, Paul? Hmm. What are what are some of the ones that you saw that you stood out to you out of our list? So for me, uh, the first one was Read Only Memories, uh, whatever the sequel. Oh, Neuron Diver. I have it right here. It's um. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, see, I played the first one, and it's like a text-based... Not a text-based adventure game. It's kind of like... My voice squeaked well. Uh, God, it's kind of like an older adventure game where you like just talk to people and then just like go to different locations in the city and talk to different people, but like uncover the story by doing <clears> different <throat> things, and there's like some puzzles and shit. So it's a very retro game, and it was free on PS4, but man, it just it nails that feeling of like kind of like an anime from the 80s or early 90s, probably early 90s anime, yeah. cyberpunk, right? But, like, kind of the more whimsical feel, even though it's got some heavier moments, I guess, in the story. And especially that music I showed you is very depressing, and, but so good. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, I just, I can't wait for it, because, I mean, I just, I wanted to get, like, some kind of indie game once upon a time, and I saw that, it was free, and I was like, wow, this is great. I haven't beaten it yet, I need to go this back. This one actually involves you uh, that playing so. as a, well says it in the subtitle, Neurodiver, which involves you going into the memories of people and playing through as yeah, them, quote-unquote. But you're trying to investigate something. You're trying to get like information out of these people's memories specifically. Which is actually kind of a cool yeah. concept for having conversations and going back through and checking what people are up to. Because you're just trying to play mm-hmm. through and make decisions and then like, okay, they may have done things like this or like this. It's like a cool little mystery kind of thing that they're trying to do with it as well. I mm-hmm. think that's actually really dope. And it's definitely something you guys can God, check I out. I cannot wait. Um, what was another one that stood out to you, if there was any other ones? God, that music is on point, too. Fuck. I gotta stop <laughs> cussing in the, in the darn thing. Excuse me. But um, also for me, I had a couple that stood out to me. Um, mm. I'll definitely say... Wait, say <laughs> Dang, I got a sneeze and it doesn't want to come out. It's one of those. <laughs> I want <it> to. <laughs> it's like the worst. Um, Young Souls was one of them that I thought was super cool. Uh, Young Souls was mm. the action RPG 
that has this very um I love the art style for Young Souls, by the way. Like it has like this almost like paper cutout looking it almost reminds me a lot of um what is it called? Paper, like Paper Mario specifically. Except it is it has like this diorama, like diorama looking kind of feel to it. Um but the idea is that it's a roguelike action RPG, but it has like this real heavy emphasis on its combat being almost like a beat em up. Um it's very similar mm. to Tuche actually. And it's about these two twins, I believe they're twins, brother and sister either way, that are attempting to save their, like, professor. Because um, they're, like, these rebel kids that kind of, like, no one pays attention to what the professor did. And, like, he goes missing mm. one day in his, um, what is essentially, like, almost infinite basement. Like, his basement just has all this other stuff. So they're like, alright, time to suit up. We're gonna go get him. And I love the designs for the twins themselves, actually. It looks really cool. Um... Another one I'm going to say is uh, Jack Move. Um, that one looked cool to me. I don't know why. It's just a, like it's an indie RPG with a really interesting perspective on how it's working. But it has like this huge cyberpunk aspect to it. As you can see, we love cyberpunk. If you do something cool with cyberpunk, <laughs> we notice. <laughs> but that one looked really cool. Actually, just has this really like interesting perspective for battles it uh has like the camera behind your um characters and everything like that doing it i'm trying mm. to see if they have any more um things going on but it looks to have like one of those active rpg systems where it's like it's not like you're just hitting a button and doing a thing it's more so like you can do proper on-time dodges if things hit you properly or you can do like they have little mini games to make your attacks do more damage and things of that nature and I thought that was kind of a dope one Wuhan was another one or Wuhan was another one I really thought was cool I had <laughs> Wuhan bro that's there's not a game about that we're living that brother <laughs> no actually no that's not that might not be a PC comment my bad I didn't mean it like that it's like it's, it's called uh, Wuhan <laughs> or Wuhan COVID-19 Wuhan Wuhan which is that's, I'm talking. I'm gonna talk out of my ass. And you <laughs> but that one's actually like a actually <laughs> really cool one. It is basically a stealth game involving being a ghost. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah. What is one hand stand for? Metal Gear, essentially. Like you mentioned, it is met like the original Metal Gear, but it's you are a ghost. That is, and you have ghost powers. And one by hand. default, that's already kind of interesting because. Like, playing a stealth game is already kind of like, alright, that's kind of cool. Playing a stealth mm. game as something that can phase through walls, possess people, and disappear. Dude, I didn't even see all that. I just saw, like, that brief glimpse, and I was like, oh, this game looks cool. And uh, I was like, oh, this looks like Metal Gear. No, nah, yeah, you're definitely down. a ghost. You're a spirit of what is the? How do you Super spell cool. this, bro? I can't find it. Um, Protodroid Delta looked cool to me as well, but I already knew about that game. I shared it. I'm a huge okay. Mega Man fan, and this looks like Mega Man Legends meets Mega Man X, which is just cool. It's 3D1 meets the 2D1. You got a dash, you get a sword, you get a Mega Buster, you do cool things. Go check that out. One <laughs> hum. I'm typing that in. It's not like. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to find there it. it is. But put it in, if you put in like Spirit of Vengeance behind it, you can definitely find it. Oh wow, I like how I said this was Metal Gear, but like, I only saw it barely in a glimpse, and I... yeah, this is like... It's, very, it's a stealth game. It's a stealth <laughs> game with 
the idea of you have ghost powers. Oh, that's really cool. Dude, what is this? World War Two? Korea, Japan? if I'm not mistaken. Specifically Korea. Korea gotcha. Um, one Han. Next one is God Strike for me. God Strike oh, was interesting on. just on the premise alone where it's like, hey, yo, um, this is a boss rush game, but time is your health. <laughs> and I would like they said that and I was like alright I'm sold that's kind of good <laughs> that's so like, you, if you get hit it, you lose time on the clock you hit zero you don't die but you have one more hit <laughs> to take <laughs> and it and, and the world mm. enters this really like interesting like kind of slow down mode but it's also like inverse colors and it's like yo you're you're literally in the frozen time like time doesn't exist anymore right now and if you get hit you're done <laughs> But it's like mm. a, it's definitely like a boss rush game that's kind of cool. It has a unique premise. Severed Steel was another one. Severed Steel just looks crazy. You're just doing a lot of really cool stuff. It's a first person shooter that's like looks really fast paced and you're leaping like you got the almost a Titanfall mixed with Max Payne thing kind of going on. <laughs> Except it's just really fast looking. <laughs> Look forward to that one. That one's a cool one. Anytime you give me a first person mm. shooter that decides to either make you do really crazy stuff you have my mm -hmm. attention like I, I don't mind the call of duties i don't mind the the um the sieges um i say siege the rumble sixes um but you the way you grab my attention is you say hey yo do you want to move fast as fuck boy <laughs> and i'll be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i do yeah <laughs> He's like, do you want to leap off the sides of buildings? And it's like, you're right, I, I do. I do want to do that. Do you want to dual wield stuff? You see, you should have you should started with that one. I love dual wielding. <laughs> dual wielder. Beta, beta. I think I just found a game on PS4 we could all play together. It's called uh, Generation Zero. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Um, we cool. have to talk about this one, and I just want to talk about it quickly. Hmm. Well, now, so that we get it out the way. Um, what you got? Lust from Beyond was a crazy looking one <laughs> that we all looked at and was like, that looks interesting. <laughs> mm. Mm. That one's mm. uh, that one's a little little X rated, but definitely definitely more mature ah, things yes. going on with that one. But that one looks interesting. Um, for those that don't know, heavy nudity and things like that. Very. Oh, how did you describe it again, Paul? I want to make sure I get the description right. Uh. Oh God! Uh, what I say, Lovecraftian eroticism, yes. something like that. Oh, there's a full gameplay of it right here. I'm gonna just <laughs> zoom through. I'll tell you what I see. Well, I'll I'll clean it up for the podcast. <laughs> He's like, but this one is. <laughs> oh God! I, I zoomed I to the wrong spot. Well, <laughs> what it is is it's it's a cool one. It's it's. Damn! Throw it back. <laughs> no, it's a horror <laughs> game, if anything, from what it looks like, from what we can tell. Bro, okay, there's a mini game during sex. But uh, it looks like an interesting dive. Just it's like something that no one has ever bothered to touch on. And I just, from what I understand, it's good. And the themes that it's trying to deal with are just things that people, particularly in video games, don't really oh my God. either mess with or handle very well. Or at the very least, it's handled in a very different way than this. So, mm -hmm. by all means, that one's a really interesting Bro, game. Go check it out. This is this is a mature game. Um, Wave Break is cool. It is a skateboard game where you are... I'm trying to describe this in, the, in like one sentence. Okay, skateboard game, but it's on water, and you have a gun. That's the best way to describe that. 
And it's Miami Vice, technically. <laughs> what? What's this one called? It's meant to be played with other people, obviously. It kind of has a competitive streak nature. You can do it for style purposes. You can shoot somebody to stop them from doing style combos and things like that. But then they have a bunch of different game modes, like races and things like that. It And you can make your own parks as well. So it's like you are on a boat that you get to do kickflips on for some reason. <clears throat> you have a gun. And you're all these different animals that are dressed specifically like they come from Miami Vice or that specific time period in the 80s. Like, it's kind of mm. cool. <laughs> it's one of those things where you look at it and it's like, yeah, this, this is, is just genuinely wild. Like, <laughs> kind of cool. Definitely Lovecraftian. Yes. Okay, so it is very Lovecraftian. Love, uh... At least in, like, what I'm skimming through. Lust from Beyond. That one's it. Yeah, it's very uh, rated R as well. There was a part there that you had to click the left mouse button at the right time, and a lot of things were said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to pick that one up at some point. Uh, it just looks so interesting to me. I'm not even in the front. I'm just going to have to play that late at night when no one's awake just to make sure that no one walks in because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. So I think the end gets pretty damn intense. Let's see but, what's um, going on here. <laughs> oh, God! Well? You guys ever heard of the game I Am Jesus Christ? What? Seriously? No. <laughs> 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 Is that the one where it, like, randomly goes, He is the Son of God! Like, Oh, I don't know. There is a... There's actually, like, a know. movie or show that's coming out that is that, though, believe it or not. I did caught it. I caught a glimpse of that, and I was like, a very interesting. <laughs> All right, we're getting, a, we're getting a show on that one. But the last one I'm going to mention. Yeah, and this, you're literally Jesus. Yeah. But... All right. Yeah, last one I'm going to mention is Fashion Police Squad. This one's interesting because of that. Oh, <laughs> the Fashion Yeah, I had to mention one. that one just because it looks yeah, funny. Yeah, dude. Is that actually about yeah, fashion? Yes. Because it's about sort of. Like, you're wearing a. You're, you're using a gun. You're using to a gun give, to give people swag. <laughs> you gotta make them look fresh. Oh, is that what yes. you were doing? I didn't. Using okay. a gun. Oh my god. But it's like god. specifically meant to make people look nice, <laughs> and you have to switch it up. Like oh, that's it's awesome. As dumb as the premise sounds, and it's a very funny premise, obviously, but um, gameplay wise, mm. the way it's actually talked about. It is, they want you to actually, they, they're taking the idea of, like, having guns and loadouts. Like, these are clearly people that play first-person shooters. Um, they're taking the idea of, like, oh, yeah, you have this litany of weapons, but, like, you kind of could use whatever you want whenever you run out of ammo in most video games. And it's like, well, this is a game that's like, no, 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 no. Switch your weapons. It doesn't work if you don't switch your weapons. Hmm. Switch your weapons. <laughs> like, and so they constantly want you to, like, adjust to whatever scenario you're in constantly on the fly. So there's, there, it's... Yeah. It's like they're throwing enemies at you that'll be like, all right, switch up, then switch up again, switch up again. Like, you're, you'll are you be in situations in which multiple enemies will just take different things. Like, you just require a different weapon to handle them. It's like, well, okay. That lets me know that you guys know what you're doing, so this game is probably going to be really fun, even with its dumb premise. And apparently, uh, mm. at the end of every level as well, you get a fashion show of all the people that you actually uh, made look dope. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, go check that one out. It's a first-person shooter about making people look awesome. <laughs> that's dope. But that's gonna do it for um, the indie game. Uh, yeah, the indie game dev direct because 
man, we had to just speed run through those. And those are just some of them. There are more that I will put in there. There's like something called Chasing Static that looks like a PS1 game. That's a hor- it's like a hor- like a quote unquote horror PS1 game. Oh, I didn't see I didn't that. Me- well, I didn't mention it because of the fact that I'm just kind of like, it's cool, but I need more information on it. It's it's like not my kind of horror mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. It's like I love survival horror games. And survival horror is dope to me, but like this looks like it's just straight yeah. like a like more of a not really puzzle solving but like uh, I think like the amnesia games definitely like the later ones not the first one mm. where it's like you definitely want to learn more about what's happening but also something might be chasing you <laughs> and that's kind of these doesn't really fit for me I don't really like horror horror games I like survival horror I like the ability to fight back it's really the difference it's like give me the chance to fight mm. back and I'll have fun with it but if it's just Run all the way, like just run all the time. It's very much like, oh, okay. Um, but into the rest of the news, GTA is apparently implementing a fan-made fix that actually massively decreases load times now. And all I have to say really? is, hmm. it really took us this long to to get GTA to not huh. load like crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, GTA 5 took forever. <laughs> took us this long. GTA 5 loading screens are one reason why I stopped playing GTA 5. <laughs> Notoriously. I was yeah. like, I'm not having nearly as much fun <laughs> to be waiting this long to not <laughs> be having fun. this much fun. <laughs> I'm just true, looking dude. at it like this took forever for them to figure out, hey, we should do this. <laughs> yeah, if you got an hour of time to yourself, like, 10 minutes should not be spent loading. <laughs> it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's not even 10 minutes. It's sometimes longer than that, isn't it? It's like a full, like, they, those like loading times are ridiculous, it man. <laughs> it depends on, it depends on what you're doing and, and how many people you're doing it with. How many people got to load in. True. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, that one's just like, it just goes. It just goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but next up, I'm sending this trailer in the chat, too. Um, Doom Eternal getting its second part to its DLC. Can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. It looks the, so good, dude. The end of the Doom Slayer saga. Looks so fucking good. Yeah, bro, it looks really good. The Ancient Gods Part 2. I want to play it, but then I remembered that Doom hates you if you took a break from the game. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Eternal in particular... The so DLC what is this? Heaven versus hell is like stupid hard if you played and beat the game and then left, because <laughs> you come back and they're like, "Oh no, we're going right from the oh difficulty you left off at." Like, don't don't think anything. And it's like, you mean like from the difficulty of the final boss that I had to build up to because I played the whole game to get to that point? And it's like, yeah, we're just going up from that. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> this is heaven versus hell, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Oh my god, this looks so so good. It's just going, and I can't wait. Uh, I, I just, I want to play it, and I'll probably get back to that eventually because I got partway through that DLC and I was like, "This is, uh, this is starting to hurt my chest." <laughs> Without the dude, all the portals. It's like Endgame. You get that giant Doom Slayer looking robot. Oh my god, bro! It looks awesome. I really hope, yo, if we let they me get in the mech, they've done it. All they gotta do. His homie, he has a mech in his uh, in his hideout. He has the the giant 
like Sentinel Doomslayer thing. Just let me get in it. Let me kill something with it, please. Please. I love this. It's you versus the devil, essentially. And you're gonna win because you're the Doomslayer. What a Christian <laughs> game. <laughs> Bro, seriously. Like, to all my Christians out there that are like, oh, there's no violence, bro. You, you, you. Read! Like, there's a lot but, in um, And we need, we need more Christian violence. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so... But next up is Outer Worlds. They have um, another DLC coming out. Oh, my God. Outer Worlds looks, is a fun game, by all means, by um, Obsidian. Um, it is basically Space New Vegas. Obsidian did New Vegas, right? I'm not mistaken. Mm. Out of all the fallouts. Someone New Vegas? Uh, Who did Obsidian, New Vegas? If I'm not mistaken. Like, because one of the... All the... Okay, so... Fallout 1, 2, and 3 are done by... Um, Bethesda, if I'm not mistaken. But New Vegas is done by... The people that work, that work at Obsidian, originally. The people that went and founded Obsidian. <clears throat> they made New Vegas, mm. I'm not mistaken. And yeah. then... Yeah. They went off and made this game, Outer, Outer Worlds. And Outer Worlds is Space New Vegas. It's just Space New Vegas. <laughs> One day I'll get Outer Worlds. One day I'll get it. I, I, I Honestly, I didn't even know Outer Worlds was a thing until it was already out. I was like, yo. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> they just did this? I wasn't paying attention? You wouldn't do it. I actually had a really fun time. If I didn't lose my save, I actually was doing a charisma character. That was really fun. You can actually do mm. a full game like with certain so, stats. Just how long is I, uh, I haven't finished like, it. Like lengthwise. I couldn't tell you. Is it a good yes, size? It's, it's a good game, size or is game. it like short? Like, but I I couldn't tell you just because of the fact that I lost my original character. So I'm like big sad. I wanted to continue to play that character in particular. But um, I went back to it. I've been playing. I had like another one that was a melee character. So I'm doing that one now. Um. But this DLC is about, essentially, it's a murder mystery, which I actually saw this and was like, oh, it's like a full-on murder mystery that they want you to actually go and investigate and talk to people and learn. And I'm like, okay, Obsidian's doing a murder mystery as a DLC for this funny game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's mm. really, that, that obviously means, like, we're going to get some really, not only interesting dialogue, but, like... They genuinely want you to go solve it. Like, they're, they're not... These like, if you mess up, you mess up. Like, they want you to solve it. And that's interesting to me, because I'm like, all right, very little games do that. Very little. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up, Disco Elysium. Uh, the final cut is dropping on March 30th for PS5 and PS4. This game is dope. Okay. Gotta give the basic description of this this is an rpg where you play as a cop in a very rundown rundown city i don't even I, it's more futuristic but i don't think it's cyberpunk there it's not there and the, the what i find to be the most interesting thing about this game is that the stats in this game are all characters they're all characters so each of your stats yell at you to do things 
That's cool. Mm. That's actually very. And in this version of the game, like, what if what if you had a stat that was like, "Yo, level me yo, up"? No, because here's the deal. Because it's even better. So one of them is like biochemistry. Here's like here's a perfect one. One of them is like I believe it's biochemistry or, uh, neuro neurochemistry. Um, and it's basically all about like how your brain reacts to things, and because you're cop, you're, you're mm-hmm. playing as a cop. That's he's a deadbeat cop, but you get to essentially choose how he, how he's enacts to the rest of the world or interacts with the rest of the world but uh you can walk into a room and let's say that there's drugs on the ground and neurochemistry will be like yo fucking take those drugs what take those they're right there on the ground take those drugs like just just snort them right now Mm. just do it and you're gonna be sitting there like i don't have to listen to you and the thing will be like do it i'm I'm screaming at you right now take the drugs (laughs) take them and maybe responsibility, like one of the other stats will be like, you know, we are here for an investigation. We should we should probably not be high. We should probably should probably cool it on the drugs. We probably should look at the actual and do our jobs and biochemistry would be like or neurochemistry would be like I think I care. Take the drugs. We need it. <laughs> we need them. It's right it's right there. He's <laughs> like, all we need to do is just snort them. It'd be easy. We can still do our job, it's fine. And it's like the idea that your stats are telling like just Telling you to do things in your ear the whole time is actually really interesting of a friend. They are now fully voiced too. Everything mm. is fully voiced. Mm. Oh, that's so, awesome. the amount of work that had to go into this game for this final cut is ridiculous because we're talking about every stat is a character that can talk to you now, along with the characters that are already in the game and your character <laughs> themselves, who has their own voice and opinions. <laughs> Right. All of it is like actually like spoken now. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to pick this up, for sure. <laughs> that one looks good. But March 30th, um, get that one to check out. And I believe it's also coming to PC around that time as well. I'm not sure about Xbox though, so I'm not sure. But Andre, this is one you can pick up. <laughs> yes. Thank <Finally>. you. <laughs> console options I have the better. I feel that, honestly. Um, hmm. It's just because I don't have a PC yet. I feel that. We gotta get you. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Okay. Mine just... One day! It's fine because mine just getting to that point we'll where it's like, one. I'm gonna need to upgrade you soon. Aren't I? Yeah. Same, dude. Wait, what uh, What graphics card you got? And NVIDIA GeForce GTX. I don't remember what model, though. I have to like, go and check. But it's specifically in, like, yeah. an older GTX. I gotcha. I got a 1070, and I just noticed, like, a lot of games, like, the recommendation is my graphics card are just mm-hmm. under it, you know? And one of them, uh, what's it, like, Iron Harvest, I think? Uh, that game is, like, recommended setting 2077. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what Jump. is that? I guess they're, like, <laughs> well, it's true. Like, I guess most games aren't going to allow, like, no ray tracing anymore yeah. past a certain point because everyone's going to be doing it. But, um... Which I think is funny. So... Have you guys seen Demon Slayer yet? You guys caught up or anything? I have not. I've been uh, meaning no. to. Big unfortunate. Like but now. this part is um, the movie is coming out and has a release date of April 23rd in America. A theatrical mm-hmm. release date for North America is April 23rd. And for digital, it is June. So the long awaited movie to this game. Uh, not to this game. To this anime. Anime manga. <laughs> is now coming out real soon also um 
if you're a Demon Slayer fan and you have not watched it, or if you just want to check out Demon Slayer, do not watch this movie. <laughs> just don't. It's literally season two. They're doing a weird thing with it that's interesting. Where this entire they are putting an entire that's... arc into a movie, but it is li- mm. like the movie is Dude, season that... two. <laughs> that's like uh, Saga of Tanya the Evil. It's one season and then they do a movie, and then we're probably never getting a season we're, two. Or uh, three. That's the weird part because with Demon Slayer, we're probably getting another season, but they just took this arc and was like, "We're making a movie out of yeah. this arc," and it's like, so now we mm. we have to watch this movie, else we'll be lost the next time mm. we jump onto Demon Slayer. <laughs> It's really cool. I like it. I actually learned the about time, it's like, oh. <laughs> I, I actually learned about like why they do movies or why they do animes like that with uh or in Japan it's it's literally most of the time if it's like a single season that you know the manga keeps going, the anime doesn't. It's not because they plan to make the whole thing. It's just because they were doing like a, a teaser for uh mm-hmm. manga. So, but yeah. this one's this one looks good. Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, this one's for the homie Wolf. Uh, Octopath Traveler is, uh, coming to Xbox Game Pass, which means it's available on both Xbox and PC now. That's a good RPG. It was already on PC. (laughs) Just is. Um, Octopath Traveler is a game that involves you, it's an RPG that involves you playing as eight different protagonists that you can choose your own starting point. You can choose whichever character you want to start with and just go from there and something that is kind of implied but not actually implied to you is that um the natural goal for anybody that plays this game is like hey yo so i want to get all the characters because that makes sense you don't have to do that you can just go beat the game whenever you want to i'm mentioning this because everyone including me always plays this game it's like so i guess we got to go get everybody right <laughs> and it's like you would think so and it's like no you don't actually have to but it's cool because you get to choose like who you start with and where you go there's a bunch of really interesting classes too like one of them is a dancer you can just start with a dancer and have like no real quote unquote combat abilities but like it's fun like you can do it you can talk your way out of problems and things like that it's, it's a cool RPG also has that same art style from um project triangle strategy this was the predecessor to that Mm. one so it has that sprite really nice little sprites on illustrious looking like gorgeously detailed 3d drops with like realistic water (laughs) and things of that nature and it looks really nice um but this one's a cool one that uh, andre you'll definitely get kicked out of so the 2000s animated Star Wars TV show is now on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Officially getting that one. That one's coming back. Can't wait. Those are always dope. That's a good one. <laughs> like, if anybody's ever seen... Actually, do you guys remember it was... Who directed it? What his name is? Gendy Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. Never... Never... Gendy or Kennedy? It's Gendy. Kennedy. Kennedy Tarkovsky. Never get his name right. Don't worry, we're getting to the end, boys. Almost done. Um, You're good. I definitely got to share this one, though. So have any of you guys ever seen Megalobox before? I feel like, I'm, yes. I was about to say, I, I feel like for sure I've screamed so long, to man. go watch this dozens of times. 
throughout the time we've known each other. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so this is getting a season two. It's called Nomad. <laughs> it looks, it looks good. really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw it and immediately was like, let's go! Season two! <laughs> season one, no beard. Season two, beard. Beard and experience, and, and man, he, lo- he just looks. He looks tired. Joe. <laughs> he looks. T- he looks. It's not even like tired of it, but like he, he's he's. Um. Joe's getting there, man. He's worn down. Y'all don't have to watch that on the stream, but or on the podcast. But that's the Skyrim with twenty twenty. <laughs> Skyrim with the. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that in a second. But what am I trying yeah. to say? He looks. What's that look? That anime so, bored tired look. I think. You know yes. what I'm talking about. That's the one. <laughs> Dude has a beard and like half opened eyes. You know he's about to throw. Yeah. <laughs> right there it is. Or like no beard, badass haired face covering like Kakashi. You know he's got that mm. half open eye. Like, yeah. But it's very clear that. that in season two time has passed, and based on this trailer, we might have lost some people too from the previous season. And I'm like, mm. no. <laughs> Why are we coming for me? Why am I coming from my chest, mm. my feelings? I cannot wait for this to come out. I am so excited. It's not even funny. Mm. Like, I'm just like, I don't think I've ever been so excited for an anime season to come out. And I love, yeah, right. it's just, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, if it's an anime that like, you know, continues, like you just know it does, then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I want that season to come out. But there's nothing like an anime that you thought was done or like, a, not even like an anime, like a show or anything like that, that you thought was done, mm. and it's like, it's just, this is it. And it comes back, and it's like, look, we came back for a reason. <laughs> mm. You see that reason? You're just kind of like, all right, let's go. Let's let's put on the gloves. Oh, man, I'm doing puns. I wasn't yeah. even trying to. Aaron's dying in the seat right now. <laughs> I need to let's put on the man. gloves. Caught the pun immediately. <laughs> Aaron's going to literally <laughs> fall out of his chair tomorrow. He's going to be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so, if anybody remembers this thing called, um, Project Athea, or Athila, or Athe, That sounds It was announced back at the Uh, PlayStation game show, like, a while back. Oh, the, uh, Mm -hmm. And it just didn't have a name, it was just, like, a project. They finally got a name, and it looks really good. Andre, you should check it out because mm. it's got dragons. <laughs> Very nice. Cult. Do you remember Final Fantasy 16? How I doubted, and then I became a. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was like, yo, Final oh Fantasy God, 16 dude. got announced. It looks crazy, and you was like, ah, it's probably not that. It's whatever. And then you saw it. Well, I started in. I saw like a well, look like a Damascus like warrior, and I was like, ah, and then all of a sudden I kept going. I was like, oh, this looks amazing. <laughs> I've come. But Forspoken looks great. Like it looks really good. Um, I you actually we actually have finally have a name for our protagonist. It's Faye Holland. And um, based on what we've got, we've got magic. We got a lot more fantasy going on. She goes, is that a motherfucking? We get dragon? to use magic in cool ways, like doing super jumps across chasms, basically flying, but not mm. actually flying, which I'm fine with. <laughs> like those, that's that's the thing. I never know if it's cooler to do, like, the cool burst leaps 
that just go in a distance or to just actually take off and fly? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that gameplay. Ooh. <laughs> but it's, it looks good. It's called Forspoken. We got an official name. We're getting some nice looking gameplay from it too. Oh, they're using the Luminous engine. Oh, that engine that was supposed to be their titular engine mm-hmm. for the PS5. Unfortunately, this is a PS5 one. But, okay. I mean, it's not coming out anytime soon, but it looks good, though. I Anybody can fight me on this. I still wish they used that engine on, on oh, Kingdom yeah, Hearts of course. 3. Because you remember the original mm-hmm. trailers? Mm-hmm. I don't know that why was, they switched engines. I don't, I that don't know. That was beautiful. <laughs> I think it was easier to use Probably. Unreal, to be honest. It gave them more flexibility. Yeah, because they, they had to... Let's face it, Unreal can make Yeah, they anything, had to you know. restart development on that a couple times, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I'm gonna go watch that trailer. Next up, though. Life is Strange. Getting a new game called True Colors. This one is not episodic, though. It's just a full thing, which I find interesting. Oh, You're playing as an empath, which... Alright, then. This is actually really interesting. If you guys have played Life is Strange before, Life is Strange is... um kind of an adventure game it's like it's a little bit like the telltale games but it's like um it's more involved i feel personally i think and the idea is that your decisions they've always had this idea that your decisions matter first one involved max and her time travel abilities the second one involved um two brothers i didn't get to play this one though and i believe one of them had it was two brothers on the run and they had uh not telepathy telekinesis they had telekinesis that one was a cool one i gotta go check it out officially i did the first i played the first one uh max was super cool i enjoyed her the time travel gimmicks and mechanic i said gimmick the entire mechanic of the entire thing was really cool story was told that was kind of Mm. super interesting um i look forward to this one because her ability is not a physical one this time it is more so involving the conversational aspect of the entire game which I feel like since no one has ever actually tried to just do that as a gameplay function, that's hmm. that could be fun. Just the ability to be like, I know what this person is feeling. And making decisions based on that. And what makes you, oh man, I'm thinking about it even more. That could be crazy. Because you could be having a conversation with someone that initially comes off as like, oh, they're feeling fine or whatever. You tell them some bad news or you tell them good news. Or something like that. And they come off to you initially as like, oh yeah, it's all good. It's like, good for you, happy. And then you could like feel the jealousy mm-hmm. behind them. Or feel the resentment. Or feel like the different feelings that just aren't. You can feel the ingenuineness of a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's... Why has no one done that before? Like, kudos on like the Life of Strange developers. I believe it's Don't Nod. For doing this. But at the same time, I'm like... Did no one ever think of using emp- like the ability of emp- uh, of empaths? And emp- it's not. I'm getting my words twisted. Up. It's empathic, empathic abilities. abilities. Yeah. Or empathy. I mean, that's empathy is described as the general ability for all of mankind to feel. Yeah. To to I mean, all of them, mankind, everything, really can be empathic, but. When you're talking about empathic mm. abilities, yeah. I guess that's when you're starting to talk more about the superpowers. And, and, and that's why I'm like, why has no one ever tried to just, <sighs> before this, use that as an actual mechanic to anything? Which, 
Mm-hmm. Man, that's kind of like I'm just thinking about it from like even a writing perspective. That's a lot to write, but that like adds so much depth. That adds depth to characters without actually having to really do much. If that makes any sense, <laughs> you could just be like you just mm-hmm. feel that they feel like that, and it's okay. But um, this is the final one for us. Uh, Scarlet Nexus, um, which was a dope looking game to begin with. But based on this trailer that they recently released, um, they're really just announcing everything with this. Um, they are showing the other protagonists in the entire series, which is cool because we've gotten no gameplay of her. And it's all about these telekinetic, we're just using all the superpowers. It's about telekinetic characters fighting what is probably, I have no idea how to describe these enemy types. I've, I've, like they are they're called red strings they are these plant mannequin monstrosity looking things it is really hard to actually describe what they're fighting it's not a, like not a joke <laughs> if you look at the trailer and see what they're fighting you're just looking at it being like okay what is that <laughs> and it's cool it's a really cool design but it's just difficult to describe um but um, <laughs> yeah, okay, you got there? <laughs> are those just arms? They might be. <laughs> what the uh, fuck am I looking at? I, I've been slipping off this whole episode. I apologize, but uh, Dre, you know how you showed us Aurora? Yes. Did you know she's the, the voice singing to uh, Anna or Elsa or whatever in Frozen 2? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. She does a vocal alongside Her voice, Elsa. man. Yeah. Ooh, man. Okay. Solar Nexus is... See, now, I'm not... I, I don't play... I don't really... You know, I'm on a, I, I don't play these types of games. Mm-hmm. But this! <laughs> but this looks cool. What is this? <laughs> this looks cool. Dude, this looks like Kingdom Hearts. I just don't... Well, I mean... I guess I'd have to play to get what I'm looking yeah. for. Are the gameplays like Kingdom Hearts? That, that is interesting. But it... Or near. Ah oh, man, I, I I don't know how to describe death. <laughs> I, I don't like doing play by plays, but because I have no frame of reference for past experiences as far as what this would be like, all I can say oh, is this looks interesting. It looks very this similar looks cool. to a character action game. Man, what anime and, or, yeah. am I thinking of right now that this just put me in? Makes me think a lot of near uh, automata. Yes. <laughs> But that's the thing. So I like the I like the design of the characters. Yes, I love those masks. Mm-hmm. I like their suits. Their 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 suits are so cool, man. It looks. Their their gear, gear is really. <laughs> They're cool. fighting with power pole. Um, unfortunately, I feel like the main character, not the girl, but like the guy, is kind of like underdesigned. It's weird. Like his mm-hmm. he looks super generic, but then like he puts on the mask, and I'm like, well, I mean, I'd rather just have him. I actually rather either just make my own character or just have the mask on all the time, because the mask just looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I'm a make your own character kind of guy. But uh, the deal with it is, is it has now a release date, um, and also got an anime. Like in that same trailer, it announces that it's getting an anime before it even came out, and I'm like, okay, nice. interesting. Wait a minute, isn't Cyberpunk supposed to be having an anime too? Where is it? I think so. <laughs> Probably <Maybe>. canceled. <laughs> Bro, I, I don't know what it is about, like, the Japanese and their use of cameras and action games, but, like, 
or like with the cutscenes, but they, they nail they it every time. Even when it's like a lower quality one, they nail it. They, they, they do. But um, that is going to be it for us on this episode. We had it's been a minute since we hit three hours. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> or two minutes off. Not since the first episode. Oh yeah. Music, mm-hmm. but um, that's gonna do it for us this time. Uh, you can catch us next time. Be sure to. Also, gotta mention this. Be sure to follow the Twitter uh, at paper underscore action, because for sure all the other games that were mentioned in this um, this game dev direct, you guys should really go check out. Um, but the deal is, is that we just couldn't have them all on here, so we're definitely gonna put that on the Twitter. Like you should really go follow those and check those out, or go check out the um, game dev direct specifically on on youtube you can watch the whole thing there it's like two two different streams um but there's a lot of really cool ones that you guys can check out like there's a ton that we just didn't cover we just couldn't cover them all um so please follow the twitter be sure to um even if you have any questions for us specifically um email us at paperplayaction and we're always here we're willing to answer those too um and just share it, guys. Share it. Let us let people know mm-hmm. about this. It was like weird. We don't have like a advertisement or anything like that to actually put us out there. So word of mouth, and technically speaking, word of mouth is the best advertisement in a lot of cases. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. by all means, put us out there. Get us out there. Like, it helps us grow. It helps support us, and we can continue to do this and bring this to you guys. So by all means, like, do what must mm-hmm. be done. Go forth, our armies, our minions, well, our so. fans, our people <laughs> we care about. <clears throat> but um, I think that'll do it this time, guys. So we'll catch you guys around next time on Paper Play Action. Bye. Have a good night, Bye, everyone. Have a good one.